JSA Clicks Podcast, the show where we discuss high-level competitive, casual, and everything in between. Your host is Jay Solomon, and now, on to the show. Hey everyone, this is the JSA Clicks Podcast, episode... We're talking about Worlds Team Sealed. We discuss the competitive Heroclix environment and any alternate formats that are currently relevant. I'm your host, Devin Owens, and today I'm joined by my co-hosts, one of whom is even going to Worlds. We have Azareth. <laughs> hey, that's me. I'm going to Worlds. And Jay. Hey, that's Jay. He's not. <laughs> I'm not going to Worlds. <laughs> and uh, I can't make it, unfortunately, either, but we're doing this last minute. Hopefully people will listen to it during their transit help you prep for uh, Team Sealed, uh, because it's the best format. So we're going to assume for this episode that um, the format is X of Swords, because uh, I don't know what else it would be, and that seems like a safe assumption to me. I believe um, they did announce that it is going to be X of Swords. Did they officially I, announce it? I thought the they did. If possible. not, we've did all they? been assuming I hadn't heard about it. Yeah, I mean, literally everyone is assuming it will be, so... If, if surprise, they haven't officially announced it's gonna it, it's going to be DC Rebirth. <laughs> right? Like, who knows? It could be whatever. They could try to do the OP. It would be weird, but they that could try. weird. Uh, I, 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 re- I highly doubt that. Oh, I mean, they're not going to. It would be a very odd format, but they could technically. Uh, but yeah, we're going to assume it's X of Swords. Um, the other this thing... the first team sealed with a full brick. Yeah. Yeah, and that's pretty awesome. It's going to even out rare dis- rarity distributions a little bit, and uh, more importantly, make it impossible to really high roll on rarity distributions like uh, some teams have in the past with multiple chases. <laughs> so the problem is with this set, though, there is that one case that has the super rare prime and a chase in the one brick and nothing in the other. <laughs> I think the other brick might still be more powerful, though. <laughs> the other brick does have Hope Summer's Dead. Yeah, like the the um mad gym the Lady mad gym chase brick is roma and roma's like fine but not incredible and sealed. mad gym is i i personally think mad gym is just very good and sealed even without objects a perplex and six squares of barrier is just going to be really powerful and sealed even if yep. you can't play it on theme um but we'll talk more about that when we get to him but still it's not like the highest of high rolls no it's not going to be double chase red skull high rolls right. exactly um so we're, not, we're mostly not going to talk about specific brick distributions because we didn't really find any good information on, like, full rarity distribution. Yeah. Um, lots of people posting what chases and super rares they got, but that's actually a pretty small percentage of your team. So just knowing that doesn't really help you figure out how to build teams. Yep. Um, yeah, the other things that we should talk about before we start is just how Team Sealed works, what you should expect, and any general things about Team Sealed. Um, So Team Sealed, there are three people on your team. You put them in uh, a position, A, B, and C, and each round you face, you each face the uh, corresponding person from another team. Um, In the Swiss rounds, it just matters whether each individual person wins and how many points you score for making it to the cut and then seeding within the cut. once you're in the cut, it matters if more of your team wins than the other team. So two out of three, uh, if two of you win, you're through. If two of you lose, you're not. Um, but that 
at least has not been how they've run Swiss in the past. Um, I assume it won't be this year either. Um, I we don't know for sure, but I do know not that some sure. some that were doing team sealed for like non-official WizKid stuff. They were going off of um, yeah, non-official WizKid stuff does it all the time. WizKids has not done it as far as I know, um, and they at least haven't in the past two worlds. So I assume they're not going to start now, uh, but who knows? Um, the other thing is you'll hear a lot about where you should put your strongest player and strongest team in the A, B, and C order. It it's doesn't all random. matter. <laughs> like, people will say, oh, put your strongest team in C because everybody's going to put their weakest team in C. Why would everybody put their weakest team in C? Like, Especially that is a commonly known thing. Have to do that? Right, exactly. So it's a thing that people will say a lot, but it's not actually true. The so. only important thing is put your player with the best handwriting who wants to do the record keeping <laughs> in player A. Sure, yeah. That's fair. So never put me in player A. Yeah, uh, same. <laughs> <laughs> Jay literally had Emily write my build sheet for something at Canadian Nationals this year just because he didn't want to have to try to read my writing. That's funny. I mean, um, it, your, your handwriting is among the worst I've seen. It's and really I, awful. You know, judged everything. So. so I've done Team Sealed for, for not only this game, but for other like card games. And I'm curious, like your input or your guys' take on a philosophy of building, you know, the, the the best two teams you can get and then your third team. And should you give your best team to your best player or give the best team to what you would think is maybe your weakest player and, and just bank on your best players being able to pull out with weaker teams? So... The way I like to think about it is that you should give your most straightforward to play teams to your weaker players. Um, like I have in in past sealed team sealds, uh, the team that I played in like the XDPS one was very powerful. I had like two uh, Danger Room constructs and Super Pyro, but it wasn't super easy to play. Sure. So I ended up with it anyway. Um, Whereas if you have, you know, in that format, full point Nimrod, you don't need your best player to be playing that. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So I don't think team power level is a great way to to think about it in terms of deciding. Um, I like to just think about, you know, what they're most most comfortable with even. Like, it doesn't have to be, you know, the most point and click. But if they if that particular player is somebody who really likes playing Alpha Strike and you have one team that has, you know, two TKs and two charges then sure give it to them yeah suit it to the play style as well yeah yeah that, that's how i like to think about it um and then do you guys do community building between your team or do you have one person who generally builds the three teams with input with slight input from the other players i mean historically i've we've done full community with people contributing as much as they want to uh okay. so like Emily isn't always the most comfortable with building teams, so she'll bring she'll give some input, but she doesn't try to, you know, have really strong opinions on exactly how things should be built. Um, but I think it depends. I, I think it really depends at the table. Like I think if the three of us were at a table together building teams, so everything would be pretty even. But like, yeah, we could probably give think, an equal amount of of opinion. Yeah, I don't think that yeah. it's a good idea to just assign somebody to build all three teams. You only have a limited amount of time, and I think it's going to be faster if you 
try to uh, include everybody, and I think you'll end up with better teams. <laughs> Makes sense to me. It's not like I mean, you cannot hold. You can have one person kind of guide along, guide things along. Like you have the one person, maybe he was pulling the good figures out of boosters and leaving the bad ones. I don't know, like stuff like that. But like, but I figured this I was probably there needs to be a hierarchy. This was probably going to be some players' first ever team sealed event, so kind of yeah, give them sure. some some guidelines and guidance going into it. Yeah, as far as like how you should distribute your good pieces. Um, I personally don't like building two really good teams in one very medium team. I like to try to make my, the teams as evenly powerful as possible. But uh, I know some people disagree with that. Sure. I think ultimately you're, go- you're going to have a third weakest team, generally speaking. Even if it is a decently powerful team, it's probably going to be weaker than the other two. Yeah, I actually... So in our... in in uh, Philadelphia, um, we had the Regent Sheriff Steve Rogers team that Leo played and the Witch Queen team that I played. And I think those were pretty clearly the strongest two teams. But the third team was Prime Thanos. So it wasn't bad. <laughs> yeah, that is also Yeah, for sure. I just team. think that naturally, in a format where there are only so many resources, but have you built two good teams? I think just naturally the third one is going to suffer. And I'm not there's four more boosters for, now, so yeah. who knows? Yeah. Maybe that won't even be true. <laughs> That's true. This is the first time that any of us will have been able to play a Team Sealed event with a full brick. I wish. <laughs> I'd love to. Um, did uh, did the Clicks Cup not do full brick last year? No, nope, they did six packs. Okay. I think they are, they've said they will. They are doing it this year. This coming year. Yeah. Which I'm excited again for. For sure. I, I I am going to that, by the way. I just Yay! I'm considering I it. I haven't, like, booked anything or anything, but I, which, you know, I probably should have thought about it before they actually probably. announced all of the hotel I have I have the hotel room and technically have room for you, so let me know. Uh, not while we're recording. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's all the, all the general stuff. Um, let's, let's get into what the people actually want to hear. Yeah, so let's talk about the, the actual set itself. Um, so there's a little bit of a difference between team sealed set reviews and normal sealed set reviews. In normal sealed, when you're talking about a set just for sealed, a lot of the time it's just this figure is fine. Yep. Because, like, you're only getting two boosters worth of pieces. You're going to be playing a lot of them. Um, for Team Sealed, it's worth talking about like which figures pair well together in addition, because you'll have a lot more room, especially now that there's 10 boosters to work from instead of six, um, to have whatever commons and uncommons you want. And you effectively have 900 points worth of, of build to work with. All right, so first figure in the set is Common Storm. Um, I think this figure's really good. I, I don't. I agree you can never really turn down a Perplex in, in Sealed. Um, I mean, she's also going to be one of the only flyers we see for a good while. Besides, that's like not like a passenger character. Yeah, if you don't pull three magics, then having some random flyers around is really pretty important. And then the the knockback, the directional knockback is actually, like, really effective in, in a field because you can design your team to capitalize on it. Like, yeah. the team that gets her can capitalize on it. 
yeah, so this is the that's the selling point of this figure to me. I, I like before I played before I like pulled her in an actual sealed, I just hadn't read her very carefully and didn't realize that she could force blast at a range of five something three back towards your team. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I read that, I was all in on this figure because it's so, like there really is very little TK in this set. Yep. There's like Jean Grey. In, in the lower than it. super rare. Lower <laughs> yeah, than super rare. Sure. Um, so. I feel like, yeah, yeah, I think, I, yeah. I think this is a figure you're going to want to play every copy that you pull. Unless you pull like four or something. Like, yeah. Probably, mean, and even if you play four, you probably have them on two. Yeah, two of your teams have this figure. Yeah. Even uh, just perplex is like worth it. Yeah, somebody is like hiding a little bit behind a piece of blocking and you can't quite shoot them and you walk up and force blast them back out the blocking and then you shoot them three times and they die. Like <laughs> it's yeah. just, and she has stealth. So, you know, she's a and she has stealth combat stealth reflexes. reflexes so combat. she's actually if you can find some hindering to stand her and she's not unsafe, even like five squares in front of the rest of your team. And you have uh, to hit her for five, which isn't yeah. super easy to do. And she's only 45 points. So. You know, she it's gets the, you figure, the alpha strike. I just, realized, I just realized how badly this figure demonstrates power creep because, like, how many years ago we had the UXM Storm who was like a 50 point perplex with stealth. Mm-hmm. And, like, okay, she was actually was really, really good. good. She had free smoke cloud as well. That was the important part of that. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Like, and this smoke cloud still bad. interfered with movement. I yeah. lost a game yeah, of UXM sure. Seal just on my opponent literally making me unable to ever charge anything because Smoke Cloud was in my way. <laughs> I, I, I have similarly lost a game, but even so, like, it's only been six years, and it's, it's like, a very similar figure, and it's, like, kind of better, but, like, yeah. But there's a lot of, because of the swords, there's a lot of characters that are going to be close combat characters. So, you know, her combined with a a solid charge piece who can come in. Maybe that's your sword bear that, you know, maybe has the Miramasa blade or, you know, something. She just is going to combo really well with that. Yeah. I'm picturing uh magic storm cipher and then like two or three charge pieces. And you yep. just carry up cipher and storm, knock something back three towards you charge up next to cipher and just absolutely destroy yep. whatever you knocked back. <laughs> maybe like the, the rogue that has like close combat expert with like 11 for three, I think yeah. there's a rogue in the set that does that. Yeah, there's the rare. Uh, yeah. The vampire yeah. dial, which yeah, is very good to get to hit things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think the storm is really good. Um, there aren't many taxis, and the mobility is really important. Uh, if only Force Blast could be used on your characters, then she'd be even better, but it can't. <laughs> she should be a pseudo-TK. <laughs> exactly. But she's not. That's funny. She also has the sword bearer trait. You probably shouldn't put your sword on her. If you didn't get anything better to put a sword on in your ten boosters, I will be shocked. <laughs> yep. And haven't even or haven't so to just stick stuff on storm. I, I I don't see a situation where I would ever put a sword on her. No. When is she ever actually attacking? Well, I mean, with the force blast, you can like maybe move something next to you so you can punch it in the mid game, but like. It's it's not the best use of it. Yeah, sure. I can't fathom of you not having a better character to use with a sword. No, I can't either. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Um, all right, and then we have Cipher. Uh, this is a twenty-five point figure with Empower and Enhancement. 
and he also has sword bearer. This one you're literally never putting the sword on. Although I did in normal sealed, but never in teams. <laughs> yeah, but as I was mentioning, like getting five damage is not easy to do in in a sealed environment. Um, well, I mean, empowered enhancement just are, don't seem to be as common ever since they changed perplex. Since yeah. they made them better, basically. Even though they're the same powers, they always were. Perplex is just worse. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, this is a figure that you're just going to play as many of them as you have on as many teams as you have, I think. Yeah, I mean, if you're playing an X-Men-themed team, you probably have room for a Cypher on it. If you're yep. doing, like, a full melee one with a Jean Grey, then maybe you don't, because you just already have an Empower. But other than that, he's just really good. Yep. Um... Solemn is kind of hard to kill. I could very well see him being on your like third team. I, I I'm sure that there'll be a lot of people that play like two X Men themed teams, and then like there'll be somebody that has at least one Solemn. Yeah, I would try to avoid it. It's not I the think, worst. Thing I think probably. he's if you if you have to play if you were going to I I don't even know if you can even say if you have to play him anymore because you have the ten packs, but. If you're going to end up playing him, he should be the team that gets your TK. Yeah. Yeah. And a, he's a totally reasonable figure for sealed. Team sealed. He is for sealed. Team sealed, I think, has a higher bar for playing figures. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> you just have so many figures to choose from. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure he'll see play. I think he will. I just don't think you'll be super happy about it. Um, I mean, he's a Rocco, so maybe you have an Rocco themed team. Assassin themed teams are actually possible in this set. I pulled one in normal sealed. That's that is very true. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think there's is much out wet is there. So I think his defenses are solid. You definitely so there's Gorgon and there's common Gorgon um, and there's uncommon Bishop. So there's a few around and they're both reasonable figures. I think you should play them with him. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, half of the time, Tarot. <laughs> yep. um, I think you should play them with him so that you can get rid of your opponent's outwits so they can't get rid of his defense powers. And you'll be in much better shape. Um, well, I think the fact that he can have a sword can make him a lot of you Sure. This is a figure that if you're playing it, you're putting your sword on it. Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, he's much worse. I mean, he has four damage, so he's not going to use blades that frequently, but there are some, still some quite good swords. He, if you get, like, what is it, Mercy that allows for a reroll, yeah, exactly. he probably gets that one. I, I think I would never play the 45-point version with this piece. It's just so bad. No, I agree. No. I agree. Unless I you really need to point fill in a Rocco team. Yeah. Wait, then how many maybe. clicks is he at lower points here? Four uh, clicks of toughness. Oh, that's eight, terrible. Ten, three. Okay. He's really bad. <laughs> okay, you have no, to hit him for five. Yeah. I mean, he's not the easiest thing to kill in the world, but he just doesn't do anything. He's also only a 10 for 3 with a 4. Yeah, exactly. He just doesn't do anything. (laughs) He at least started with invulnerable, and that's so bad. Yeah, never touched that by Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We have the Fury, who is a running shot for 5, shoot for 5, psychic blast piece with 3 damage. Uh, You are playing this only if you're playing a robot team and yep. don't have enough pieces on it. And yep. that is actually not impossible. And nope. on those teams, you have so much, like, tie-up and body blocking that his stats being mediocre is fine, honestly. And also like, on that team, you don't have a ton of damage. damage. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? So you just need anything that can attack. <laughs> so, so basically, you only play him if you absolutely have. 
Yeah. And, and on that team, you're also getting like another figure that we'll see in the later down in the uncommons that has enhancement. Like, yeah. You there's can no, actually um, them. there's no real outwits available for robot, right? Uh, the apocalypse. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. So one thing to consider with robots is that you're probably playing it because you pulled all of the danger room constructs yep. and biggest way that you can lose when you do that is not successfully tying up your opponents with them and yep. the piece that prevents you from doing that the most is storm um yep so if you are playing these and playing against a storm outwitting force blast is a completely reasonable thing to do yep um here's a piece that you hopefully won't have to play <laughs> sevalothi vampire uh it's a stealth blades exploit piece like if you're playing on unthemed it's not terrible but you don't want to be playing unthemed if you can avoid you it you hate to see that you need good. to fill 25 points and this is all you've got and it's yeah. going to break your theme yeah exactly i also i looked it up he's the only monster in the set so that it's impossible <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah no you're not theming this piece and it you is will not have enough to just literally impossible yeah, that's true. Just pull enough Cephalothi vampires. Easy. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't play this figure if you can possibly avoid it. Uh, White Priestess. Uh, this figure has enhancement. Enhancement is good. Yep. Yeah, uh, definitely I not going on a theme, though. But, oh, I don't know. Is there, well, a, is there enough mystical? If you pull a chase. Okay. But if you it, don't it, pull a chase, no. If you, do, yes. if you need to break theme, you at least are getting enhancement. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Like, if you pull Saturnine, you want to have as many of these in your pool as possible. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, outside of the chases, you're out of luck as far as theme, but yeah, I mean, if you're just on unthemed, definitely a very reasonable figure. Green uh, Priestess is much worse. worse. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, 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 I don't see myself ever really wanting to play this. Yeah, thing. I think this one stays in the pack. <laughs> this is the same as White Priestess, where if you pull a mystical chase and you need to fill, like, if you have White Priestesses as well, then it's at least a 10 and 3, so it can deal damage. But yeah, I mean, you're trying to avoid playing this for sure. Yeah, agreed. Lucky. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he's very good. I don't either. If he wasn't a tiny character... You at least would have the flight going I for him. I think that 18 defend is, is silly. probably okay enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the biggest problem with him is that you need to, like, body block him aggressively because being able to be hit for four is not super unlikely in a format with where we've already okay, seen well, then, two then enhancements. Okay, 19. He's a 19 at range, sure. Yeah, it's true. Um, and he can, like, he can go well with like if people that have super senses, because um, it says that missed a friendly character. He helps punish opposing magics, potentially. You have to have enough perplexes to get his attack to a reasonable value to be able to hit things, but if they're carrying their entire team up, then the energy explosion is good. Like He's not awful, but I think he's not something you're looking to play. Mm -hmm. He's And he'll probably be like, if you have to put them on your X-Men team because you have to fill the points. Yeah. One of the things about 18 Defend is how many figures just already have an 18 Defend. 18, yep. Yeah. So it just doesn't, like, I mean, there are a ton of figures that don't, but there are also a lot of figures where it just doesn't do anything to help them. 
Um, Annie Moonstar, I think, is really good. She's really good in Sealed. Yeah, so this is, here's the public service announcement that happens every time they do this. Um, the things before the slash in the rally don't care whether you have rally die. Yep. So has, she just has, has mind time. control. <laughs> and three she bolts. just has triple target mind control with 11 attack. Uh, and as we've learned in Constructed recently, uh, multi-target mind control is really good. So, yeah, she's very, very strong. And she can potentially mind control twice. Yeah, it's possible. Rally five. Oh, just, hold on, you just reminded me. Did we mention that tarot cards were banned? No, yes, we didn't. You cannot, sorry, no, you cannot use tarot cards for this event. Yeah, it was both unlikely that you would pull a legal deck and unlikely that it would be good for you if you did. But they have just said no, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, Danny yeah, Moonstar, I, I think, is a solid play. Play definitely play her. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, if you do, you want to try to play to protect her as much as possible. She is a 17 toughness. She doesn't have stealth or anything. This is not a hard figure to hit. She does have mystical. So this can be this is like much better mystical filler than any of this previous stuff we've been talking about. Yep. Oh, she can be defended uh, yeah, up to an 18 think, with Lockheed. Can be. I think the in cap is also like also a very major game changer and sealed. Like if you get the tempo. If you hit them at the right time and then and push them or whatever, then they can't do anything. Like that could be like yeah, and having a having a printed eleven is just mm. very good for both of those things. Yeah, so she could actually like running shot up, triple target and cap somebody, and then do the mind control targeting one of those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just great. Yeah. Um, the other thing about her is that. So the pieces that I would want to play her with are like Barrier or TK to like bring her back after she does her thing. Like you really don't want to leave her out there. Yep. Or or play her on a team that's largely melee. So they've already tied up your opposing pieces be- before uh, Danny has to come in. Just try to keep her safe if you can. Yep. Um, Colossus. I think this figure's really good. Yeah. Characters with a stop click should always be considered. And Empower. Just a good charge figure that also has Empower is always a really nice thing to have around. Yeah, the good charge figure that benefits, that helps your other charge figures. Yeah, I played a team in normal sealed of like Super Rare X-23 with him and Cypher. So everything was just hitting in melee for five. (laughs) It was pretty good. And then his rally can be very useful in sealed because like not uh, not everything is just going to get one shot. Um, I mean, healing in general in, in Hero Plus isn't really can be really powerful, so yeah. That's why it's restricted to uh, be quite bad in terms of support. Um, so the problem with it for him, like obviously, if you can pull it off, it's great. The problem with support with the rally support is that he's a melee figure who's charging in, so he might just be adjacent to opposing figures. <laughs> Well, you could probably set up a situation where he goes in, hits somebody, empowers the person, the, the character that's hurt, and then like they KO the character that uses the support. But like, yeah, or gets carried out of out of harm's way. Like, yeah, I mean, you definitely hope he's that it'll just be a possible. reasonable figure. Oh, he definitely. And, and, and he I, also I just becomes a ninety defend. Yeah, like, it's true. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I played him a couple times in normal sealed. He's very good. I've just had rally die piling up on him that i could never use <laughs> for most of them i mean that means that your characters aren't damaged so that's good 
Yeah. No, he's a very my characters were very damaged. He was just always adjacent to an opposing character, so I couldn't use it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I think he's a very reasonable 50-point piece for your X-Men yeah. teams. But, I mean, yeah. Even the, the free support aside, I think he's very good. And if you have, like, Magic or Storm, then you can set up situations where he can use the support. <clears throat> yep. Um, Orcus Soldier. Uh, this is Robot. I Hill. don't want to be playing this figure. Except for Robot. Yeah. I still don't want to play in this figure. It's still not very good. Uh, eleven for three. The Granted, swing yeah, range is very is short. Really... Yeah, but you're already tying uh, him up significantly, so it might be fine. Uh. Anyway, uh, it's it's twenty five point robot filler. If you have twenty five points left on a robot team, put him on. If you don't, don't. Like, there's that's yeah. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. If you if you have to, sure, but like I'm not looking to play yeah. him. So. No, uh, for sure. Um, Iceman. Uh, he's not good. Yeah, he's I'm not leading. even team field. Uh, he's just not doing enough for me for his points. I think he's just too expensive. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. leaning mostly unplayable. <laughs> Cyclops, though. I don't see myself playing him. Maybe no, I wouldn't play him 45. No, yeah. no, I think we. I. I just be sad that you pulled him and look for your other commons. <laughs> there, you'll have tons of comments. Yeah. <laughs> Hope this isn't the one you pull four of or something. Yeah. Um, Cyclops. Yeah. Cyclops is great. Uh, so the best use I've gotten out of Cyclops is as a recruiter target. <laughs> sure. Because he has no defensive ability at all. So bringing him on later in the game when you only care about his ability to shoot for 11 and four is yeah. awesome. But yeah. uh, he's just, pretty good even normally yeah so i, don't know. I feel like he's like one attack and then immediately get wrecked yeah i mean if you have better sources of leadership and stuff you probably leave him off um, But i think i think he is a very good character for the recruiter yeah uh, i'm gonna get recruiter cyclops right he's like an uncommon he's an uncommon yeah so hopefully you'll get one and we'll talk about him when we get there because that was something i learned playing normal sealed even is that he can be really good. And if you pull one in team sealed, you can definitely build a team around him. So yeah, this Cyclops play him on your X-Men theme team. If you have no other leadership, other than that, uh, probably leave him on the sideline. Makes sense to me. Uh, Gorgon. So team player, uh, 75 or 35 points. Um, I think in team sealed, you're almost always playing this at 35. Yeah, I think he's okay at F35, but you're definitely not giving him a sword. Um, yeah, I agree. Outwit is just really good in sealed. Um, yep. Like, it's not like you're going to face opponents that literally can't be outwitted <laughs> or something in sealed. Yeah, there's so very few. Always having outwit around is great, and team players just really good. Like, there's a bunch of, like, shield team ability and X-Men team ability and stuff around in this set that you can make use of uh, with him. Yeah, you definitely don't get enough value for the extra 40 points. No. In normal sealed, I think playing him at 75 is completely reasonable, but you're going to yeah. have so many options in team sealed. Agreed. This is just going to be a 35-point outwit piece on one of your X-Men teams. Yep. Um, Magic. I this is play many a, of these as you get. Circumstances, but okay. Sorry? What? I said I would never play him at 75 under any circumstances, but whatever you say. I mean, in normal sealed, sometimes you, you might don't not really have choices, right? <laughs> but in team sealed, you're going uh, to, so yeah. you don't. Uh, magic, I think you play as many of them as you get. Yes. 
She is also uh, not holding her sword. <laughs> also, yes. She is holding a sword on the sculpt. Do not follow that uh, that line of thought. <laughs> yeah. Just but yeah, I mean... Your, your taxi that also has perplex. And if she gets yeah. hit for one for some reason, then she goes to empower. Yeah, like, if you pull four of these and you're playing only two X-Men themed teams, put two of them on each X-Men themed team. Great. Yep. Yep. Unless your last team is a mystical yep. themed team and then put her on that too. <laughs> yep. yep. Like, yeah, I mean, She's multi-taxi so in sealed is really good, and multi-taxi in sealed, where there really are very few taxis, is really, really good. Mm-hmm. And that also then has perplex. Yeah, yeah, just why not? Of course she does. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, 25-point perplex would be fine. So 25-point perplex that also is a four-person taxi is very, very strong in, in Team Sealed. Um. I feel like roulette is the same thing. You're just going to play every copy of her that you have. Cause it's provincial. Because she has prom. Yeah. So yeah. the interesting, the interesting thing about roulette to me is um, there's very, very little printed prom. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't like, is she the only one below like super rare? Yes, I believe so. I think she is. Anyway, it, it, there might be like a rare. I don't remember for sure, but there's very, very little of it. That What that means to me is that you're actually frequently not going to be playing her on your X-Men themed teams because you're going to need her for your unthemed team, if you have an unthemed team. Sure. Um, I think most of the time that you have an unthemed team, it should have a roulette on it. Agreed. And then, uh, and then depending on how many yeah, you've okay. got, but yeah, play as many as you got. If you want to fit it on a theme team, nobody's going to be mad at you for it. Yeah, for sure. It's just uh, if you are playing unthemed, put them all yeah, on there. Yeah, <laughs> your priority should be priority should be on your your unthemed team. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. All right, we have um, uncommon, uncommon Cable, who is a running shot, psychic blast, perplex piece at the top dial, and a uh, charge outwit combat reflexes piece at lower dial. Um, and also his rally dice is kind of interesting. It lets him just see through everything to outwit or perplex something, which is super nice, or shoot something. Um, so this piece is really interesting because I've really liked him in normal sealed at 70. But in team sealed, I don't know that I would ever actually play him at 70. I think the his point line is going to be very determined by what your common pools were. Yeah. Because if you are... If you pulled a lot of Gorgons and not a lot of Magics, then maybe you need the Perplex um, and less the Outwit. And possibly if you pulled a lot of Close Combat, maybe you need the Ranged Attacker. Um, so I think he's our first character that's really like dependent on what you pulled others of. Yeah, if you have a Gorgon, don't play Cable at lower points over it. Yeah, just Gorgon's play him. just going to be five points. I mean, unless you just have five points left over because it's sealed and you can't fully build. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then, sure, go ahead. Like, he is better than Gorgon. It's just five points is sometimes important. Yep. Uh, this is also not I your don't think you're sad. Like, I don't think you're mad if you're playing him at four points. I don't either. No, you're not mad about it. Uh, you're just going to have a lot of rares and super rares, which are going to be primary attackers a lot of the time. So sure, I think you're going to... Sure frequently yeah i think i think to. at that point he's more of a tertiary attacker that has perplex than like your main attacker but yeah yeah he's just 70 points but like yeah i mean it, it totally depends what you pull if you have 70 points left on an x-men team where there isn't a better use absolutely he's 
Like, uh, 11 yeah, 3, okay. perplex, 18 toughness, 5 running shot, 6 range is good. He's a good piece. Yeah, I also I also feel like you might want uh, to hang him back so he gets a rally doctor later for the at-wit more than using it for the perplex. So I think, yeah. Peeper. Peeper's really good. I was going to say, I'm curious on your guys' thoughts on, on Peeper. For well, there's also so much carrying in the set is the problem. Yeah, that is, that is the biggest issue. Very little taxiing. But we just saw a common that has that is a taxi. Yeah, I mean, yeah, good on your... I'm just, but he definitely needs to, I, I think... I don't see... Do you I mean, think him having common, shield... I was going to say, think. do you think him having the shield team ability offsets for there not being a ton of taxi? I think it's super relevant. Uh, it depends. I don't know. He's fine. I, think I, I feel like I feel like if you're if you pull two of them, you're playing at least one of them. Plus, I feel in sealed, you are more likely going to be able to actually attack with him. Yeah. Sure. And and the improved targeting everything is really good, especially like when we've seen some enhancements. And there's a few uh, team player pieces in the set, so having just something to bring shield onto your X Men teams is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. And if you have an attacker, yeah. which is probably a rare or above, that is a flyer, then you absolutely want him along with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's totally fine. Here's a piece you're not playing. Sync. Nope. He sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So the thing that uh, no. I have seen literally no one get right is that his pickup power says until the end of the turn. Or yeah, it only lasts turn, for the turn. It doesn't it's last for it doesn't last till the start of your next turn. So picking defensive, defensive powers. powers does nothing. And he's a seventeen he's willpower. So he's literally hope summers but worse in every single way mm-hmm. because they have to be friendly. They have to be standard, and he can only use them this turn. And they have to be displayed displayed standard powers. Yeah, yeah. this character is just absolute garbo. Yeah, I played him. Yeah. Emily and I both played him at the same sealed event, and both got it wrong and picked defense powers with it against each other and then later she texted me and was like he only does it for this turn and we were like oh whoops and then since then i've seen like four other people get it wrong so know what this figure does it doesn't do what you think it does and it's very bad <laughs> yep um honey badger. badger i think honey badger is reasonable yeah yeah i mean she's just sort of a good charge piece and uh the nice thing about jonathan is that he just sort of comes along, so you don't need to waste actions moving him up. Yep. And Invincible I don't see how she's that much more playable than Solemn, to be honest. Like, what, the X-Men keyword, I guess? Well, like, eh. Yeah, I mean, partially X-Men keyword and partially bring a She brings an additional attacker, yeah. She's reasonable as well, for sure. Yeah. I just feel like, yeah. But I think the keywords uh, are a big part of it. Yeah, the keywords are definitely the main thing. And Assassin, which again, that is technically a buildable theme team. I'm not oh, sure it's yeah. a good buildable theme team. Our first martial artist as well. Yeah. Uh, she might actually be playable at 50. Just two attackers for 50 sure. points. Oh, I, I don't like her at 50 at all. No, no thanks. She's so much worse. I mean, she's definitely not great at 50, but her and Jonathan is fine to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I 
I would rather play her at 80, but if the points only work out, like, yeah. I think she's fine to play at 50. You're probably just not super happy about it. All right. This is one of the this is one of my favorite pieces is Recruiter Cyclops. Um, so if you've only ever thought about Recruiter for Constructed and thought that it was bad because it was inefficient on actions and points and stuff, it is still all of those things in Sealed, but it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you pull a, a Cyclops, you play it, and then you put some like common Cyclopses or something on your sideline, you're going to have options. You're going to have tons of random leftover X-Men keyworded pieces sitting around. And when things die in the late game. So my rule of thumb for when to bring things in is when you stop having reasonable actions to take with your, like stop having reasonable actions to take for all of your actions. Sure. In sealed. Um, and sure, it'll score your opponent points, but that usually at the point that you're bringing these in is not what you're concerned about. <laughs> Yeah, you're either behind and you need to try to gain ground, or you're so far ahead that it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. So one of the one of the nice things to know when you're playing him is that you can just trade off more readily than you would otherwise. So you know, send your sixty point piece out to kill their fifty point piece, and then they spend an entire round killing your sixty point piece, and then you have a fifty point piece. So <laughs> they yeah. basically didn't really accomplish anything. Um, the other thing to know about playing him is that you should be keeping him behind cover always. Yeah, he if should you, be your last choice for attacking. Exactly. If you need to attack with him, do, but really try to avoid it. Just keep him safe because yeah, he will win not. you the game if the rest of your team dies. <laughs> and yeah, not super hard to kill. 35 points for an 11-3 with seven right? range is so good. Yeah, I mean, he's just a good piece too. Like, even, even if you couldn't use the Recruiter trait, I would play this figure. But since you can, he's one of the best pieces in the set. <laughs> yep. And he's got the, the great improved targeting that you want him to have out of shootout adjacency. So if he goes and gets tied up by somebody, he can still shoot somebody else. Yeah, I mean, hopefully you're leaving him far enough back. That doesn't happen. But if a Mystique slips through, then yeah, that's you don't the really one care. I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Mystique would spend four turns trying to kill him. You're probably fine fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gorgon. The uncommon. Eh. As in power. Yeah. I think also this piece has just... also has willpower. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think this piece is just really bad. Anyone yeah. disagree? Um, no. This 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 piece is not good. Twelve attack is fine, but no defense value or no defense power is just not good. Like he has leadership, but you're really not hurting for leadership in team sealed. No, <laughs> you can find a better leadership. Piece it's playable at thirty. Just for the empower targets, you gotta you so, like sneeze on him. Like, I would agree. Like, I would agree if there weren't so many other empower pieces. No, I think it's more, it's leadership more at that point. And then also, like, probably his wild card is going to do, like, what, probably be shield or something. If you have good stuff to wild card, I could see it. See, I think, I think if you pull him, put him on it as a sideline option for the recruiter team. Because depending on what else you have with the keyword, like 
if he just comes in late game at the 65 point dial and just like can maul somebody. Yeah, the 65 point is pretty good. All right, we have Magic. Sorry. No, I just, yeah, I I can see myself playing him at 30 on on a a team, but that's also probably not the worst. It's totally possible. I just kind of think that, like, you're pulling enough peepers and ciphers and colossuses that you just don't really need the empower, but maybe. It depends how much other leadership you have as well. Hey, another leadership character. Yep. Here's magic. Uh, I think you can mostly ignore her 60-point line. Yeah, just play her for the prop <laughs> and play every copy. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't think the 65 is great independent of that, but yeah, you also are just playing her for the prop. Yeah. Yep. And again, this follows similar rules to roulette. If you are playing on theme teams and don't have like at least two probs on it, then put her there. Otherwise, yeah. put her on your X-Men theme team. Uh, or mystical. Tons of mystical keyword running around. There really is a totally reasonable chance you can mystical team. Yeah. And she's the first character with the team ability that we've seen. The mystics. Yeah. 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 And like, you know, at 30 points, they're probably only hitting her once, but one chip damage isn't nothing. Yep. Tarot. Yeah. This figure is. Why kind? ever play her without tarot cards? She's only a 50% chance to get the power you want. Like, uh, I think she's worth playing. Yeah, my experience of this piece is that I rolled out wit every single turn and had no actions to move her up, so it did nothing. But that's fair. If you roll perplex, she's quite good. <laughs> um, but then, like, she's not like super desirable to go attack because stealth shape change. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, my my read on this piece is. In team sealed, you're going to have enough options that you don't need her. In normal sealed, she's fine. In team sealed, I wouldn't. Sure. If you somehow yeah. don't pull a bunch of, you know, bishops and gorgons and uh, magics and stuff, and just need a source of it, wit and perplex, then yeah, put her on your team. But they're commons, so you'll probably yeah. get some. I, I, I don't see how I'm putting her on a team. and I'm not happy about playing her ever in team sealed, I don't think. Sure. Like for thirty points, there has to be. There's just other better options. And I and I could be wrong. I got the player in a sealed, and I thought she was good, but that was just regular sealed. So yeah, I mean, she was fine in regular sealed for sure. Just team sealed. You should have more options. <laughs> Depends how poorly you pull. Um, all right, we have the start of the robots, Mystique. Um, so the unfortunate thing for these pieces is she's is unique. That they're unique. Yes, exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you love the first one you pull, assuming that you pull enough robots, uh, and you hate every subsequent one because you're not playing multiple. Yep. Like, you're just not spreading these across. If you somehow have to have a robot-themed team and an unthemed team, I think you're very unhappy. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I think have a good X-Men team, a good robot team, and a good unthemed team. Maybe. She also she could also go on a potential Brotherhood theme theme team, which I think is not completely unreasonable for this set. Is there enough Brotherhood keyworded stuff? Yeah, I don't think there's that much, but like it's not no, zero, it's, but it's not You'd have to pull a lot of rares. At sure. at at com at un so there's only three below rare, and they're all uncommons. Okay. And two of them are twenty five points. So okay, you have to pull okay. a lot of rares. <laughs> but if you do, it, it could be fine. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, if you are playing an unthemed team and you have a Mystique, you're playing her. If you are playing a robot team and you have a Mystique, you're playing her. Uh, just really, really good tie-up that takes a bunch of actions on your opponent's part to kill. And Minimum three actions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she just has plasticity, so she's just really good tie-up. And uh, maybe you'll make an attack with her and deal one damage sometime. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Sebastian Shaw. Um, yes, enhancement. Yep, this is a 30-point tie-up piece that brings Underworld to your team and has enhancement and is another robot. So, yep. yeah, he's going on all of your unthemed and robot teams again. Uh, he's just good. Very hard to kill. Has willpower to allow him to move multiple turns in a row. And he's like, he double he double plays the... I don't want to attack this danger room construct character because he actually gets better. So he does, but his damage value matters very little. <laughs> True. But like I had an opponent be like, Oh, I don't want to hit him. Team, Sorry. Um, there's a chance that you, there's a good chance that you will have the danger room apocalypse who can actually push his error tokens on the turn where your opponent isn't expecting it. The only time you'll ever use that trait in team sealed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I kept having people when I played him in normal sealed be like, oh, I don't want him to that last click. He's like a 12 and 5. I'm like, no, he's 12 he's and a 12 1. 12 and 1. <laughs> he's also a 19 nice. defense. Yeah. For sure. And like, you know, hitting him is just sort of unrewarding because you're spending four actions to kill him. Yeah, for 30 points. Like, if you somehow do get all of his error tokens off when he's on his last click, you're very, very happy. Uh, that will not happen frequently. But you're happy with playing it. Anyway. Well, that will probably never happen unless an apocalypse is involved. I say it will exactly. require the apocalypse. Yeah. I mean, you could get really unlucky and crit miss with them on your first attack, roll one in the second attack. Well, they're all double to Like, it's just not happening, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's technically possible, but it's not happening. Uh, another great robot, uh, Omega Sentinel. Um, this is just brings PD, which is great. Uh, running shots, energy explosion, enhancement. And great improved targetings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. There are some great maps you could pick with this, but uh, you do have to be themed. I think this figure is kind of underwhelming. I mean, it's not fantastic. Uh, You're not playing it on unthemed. But she's but. 50 points, and, and she's an attacker for robots. For, for, for a theme team, a robot theme team, sure. But otherwise, yeah. no. Yeah, th- that was the position we were taking as well, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only reason you would play her on an unthemed team is if you have a bunch of good wild cards and a bunch of PD just makes you fairly unstoppable. It's possible. Unlikely, but possible. I, I remember one game, a home game I played years ago where I, I had P, a bunch of PD against a, a Phoenix Force Magic, and then she went from a 19 to a 16, and it was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and she has Rally to give out PD again. So she's sort of she's a very good range support piece. The problem is that she's 50 points. Uh, so if you're not on robot, you're probably going to skip her. Um, Magneto. Uh, OK, so this is another recruiter. And I know I just said that recruiter was good and sealed. The problem with this one is that there's very, very few figures with the keyword. Uh, it is Brotherhood of Mutants. Like we said, there are literally three Brotherhood of Mutants figures below rare. It's him. And then it's uh Mystique and Peeper, who are both 25 points, so you're not recruiting anything off of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can recruit one of them, I guess. So, like, you know, if you incidentally have enough Brotherhood to be a theme team, 
and just have an extra peeper on your sideline that can be okay-ish, but it's not it's not going to win you a game. <laughs> but he's also a really good attacking figure. Yeah, right. That said, uh, he's a 12 and four psychic blast with seven range and invincible. So yeah, cool target. Yeah, and at, on his lower points, he's uh, TK leadership. Which there's uh, not a ton of TK in this set. Yeah, yeah, there's very little. Uh, it's sort of him in the next figure, and and that's kind of it. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, and and kind of storm. I mean, she doesn't have TK, but below mobility. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the thing that you should that makes him a little bit of an issue in team sealed versus sealed is that he has no keywords that you're going to want to build theme for. So this is on he your own. Probably the attacker on your, the main attacker on your own theme team. I think if he's your main attacker on your own theme team, you're unhappy. <laughs> That's fair. So, so depending on what you pull, he could also just be your support for your, team. I think he's your TK on your own theme, your sure. like TK leadership on your own theme team more frequently. Like in normal sealed, I think his hundred point line is really good in team sealed. I just, I don't know what spot you play it in. He probably gets outclassed, yeah. That's Yeah, that's the problem. It's not that he's bad. It's just that hopefully you're pulling some reasonable rares <laughs> and yep. there'll be better attackers than him. If you didn't, yes, absolutely. Play this as your own theme team's attacker. But you're getting three I think rares, he's just, you know. It's not that you want the TK. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I think fair. the TK is going to be useful more frequently for sure. The best figure in the set, Jean Grey. Um, is she unique? Nope. You play all play of them. Multiple. And on the same team. <laughs> yeah, uh, play all of them. Yeah, so this is one of the few flyers in the set. Um, she has TK, she has Barrier, she has Leadership, and she has Empower. All, all of that. So, yes. <laughs> and, and Stealth, which, you know, is good. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean... First Barrier figure we've seen, right? Yeah. There's not much Not in the a set. lot of that in the That's set. Start. Uh, so if you pull two of these and can play them on the same team, just you're 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 kind of set. You get like, you get to hit your opponent first. It doesn't matter, <laughs> and probably continue to hit them without them being able to hit you back for a couple yeah. of turns until they get around it. Make them waste their actions on barriers. Barriers really good and sealed. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean I, I played the Super Pyro in XDPS and he was really really strong. He got to energy explosion and then barrier after. <laughs> so you just got to hit your opponent's entire team for two and then just like barrier your team in. It was very good. Uh, this piece is similarly good. And TK is really strong. Um, yeah, so you're getting to put four squares of barrier up every turn if you have two of them. And if you have one, then you're still getting to attack first. Like I said, you get to barrier and then you get to TK out. So yep. she's enabling your alpha strike. And she just and has even power if, if they get in your Even face. if you don't want to do the TK, like, if you are okay being, like, more protected, you then have double barrier until they're in within range, mm-hmm. and then you go hit them. <laughs> yep. Yeah, double barrier until they're in range, you running shot out, and then TK back, and then barrier up. You know, like, yep. there's a ton of really, really powerful stuff this can enable. Um, okay, so the one really weird thing about this figure that I've had a couple of people make the mistake of, this is not a danger room construct. <laughs> No, she is. I not. know the sculpt makes it look like it's a danger room construct. It is not. <laughs> she is technically a psychic projection. Yes, exactly. Um, and like, if you just read her card, you would know that. But uh, just in case, <laughs> she, she does not have the danger room trait. She does not have the robot keyword. <laughs> no, she's missing a lot of the qualities of a danger room. Yeah. Uh, next, we have uncommon bishop. Um, 
So the biggest thing about this figure is the police team ability. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't think you Emily ever H. play him at, at. I yep. don't think you ever play him at the eighty points. Yeah, it seems Maybe unlikely to me. I think I'm happy to be playing him at thirty-five, though. I feel like I'd rather. Uh, uh, I feel like he feels like one of the less good outwit options. I think PD makes him one of the better outwit options. Uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely. Soft. He's going to be very. He's just very, I guess. He's very reliant on what you pulled, like what he's going to be playing with. Because if your X Men team isn't like primarily ranged focused, then he's probably less good. Sure. And you probably don't play him on your non-theme team. But I mean, multiple outwits is not a bad thing. So you can play no. him and Common Gorgon, and then Common Gorgon gets PD as well, and then you double outwit things and shoot with your opponent's defense. And at, at thirty-five, at thirty-five points, you probably never get his trait. Uh, the free if he took damage since your last turn, heal him, and he can use range combat expert. Yeah, uh-huh. no, that's very unlikely. <laughs> Unless well, like, he can heal himself back from the X team ability at least. Uh true. So if like he uses the X Men team ability as free on somebody, takes the damage, gets to use that, and then he's an eleven for three. That's not terrible. Um, that can't it only would it only wouldn't work on turn one. It's the same reason Blackheart gets penetrating damage when you KO the guard. Sure. I mean, it's just he has to take a power action to use the X-Men team ability. No, no. So if he gets it as free. free. Oh, His right. Leadership the leadership gets it as free. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he's an 11 and 3 that turn. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, not, even if even if he uses the X-Men team ability as a power action, he can still heal himself. Basically, just up. got a free heat. Yeah, like he can heal himself, he up, which is yeah. nice, for sure. Yeah, he's yeah. a very good X-Men team ability battery. Oh, I mean, I mean, oh boy, my 35-point character's attacking 11-3. Like, okay, like, sure. Like, that's Potentially fine. relevant, but yeah, not not always fantastic. But Outwit is just really good and sealed, um, so I'm going to play this a lot of the time. Yeah. And there's enough wild cards to take advantage of PD that... Uh, yep, for sure. That can be very strong as well. Um, all right, so that's the common uncommons. Uh, we're into the rares. You will get probably seven of these. <laughs> yep. Um, the unbeaten. Yeah. Terrible. Is she, is she unbeaten? <laughs> she is unplayable. She's hard to kill, but that's about it. Yeah. The best thing about pulling this figure is that you got a mercy, um, and mercy is great. <laughs> True. Oh, mercy and sealed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mercy's the reroll. Yeah. Yep. There yeah, are definitely worse rares to pull than Mercy, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and I mean, you know, if you need filler on an Arako team, she's not absolutely unplayable. She's just not very good. <laughs> um, better Iska the Unbeaten. <laughs> also comes to Mercy, which is you fantastic. Might, you might get her. Uh, I haven't even read what she did. Uh, so this is a team player with the X-Men keyword, um, so better theme team keywords than non-Prime Iska has. Um, but yeah, I mean, the main thing is that she has a stop click, she's 45 points, a reasonable attacker with exploit, comes with mercy, and uh, if she rolls double four, she crits. Which oh is yeah, nice, she's the crit hit for sure, yeah. I think she is the worst Prime to pull for Team Sealed. You think she's better than, she's worse than Captain Britain Rogue? Right. Yeah, definitely. Kevin I Graham think you can pull. Good. I think you. 
I think Captain Britain Rogue is reasonable in, in a sealed environment. I think she's really good. Okay. Sealed. Um, yeah. And, I and would Mogu rather play Captain Britain Rogue than Iska. Okay, but what, 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 I, I just, like, what is Iska actually doing for my team? I mean, she's just a really efficient attacker. That's all. I guess. I like, she's know. not incredible, but she's She's really... also, like, a die replacement for when she's getting attacked. But only with a four. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like, it, I mean, that can make the miss. It's just not super likely to. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so this is, like, you know... If you pull this, you always play it on your X-Men theme team because yeah. it's just an efficient attacker. Uh, it's not, she's not, you know, busted, but she's fine. Yeah. Uh, the next figure, however, <laughs> is kind of broken. <laughs> um, this is 55-point rare Wolverine. He charges for six. He is a sword bearer. Uh, I think you always put your sword on him, basically, if you have a sword, um, because you're just going to get to make attacks. And then... Yeah your opponent can't score him unless they wipe you, which is pretty nice. <laughs> yep. Okay, but then you spent 60 points and he makes one attack. And I mean... Then, and then he comes back and makes another one. Okay. I mean, he's not hard to take off the map. Like, I'm sure you could probably hit him to the point where he's on click eight or something, and then it'll take him a while to get him back, so... Sure, but if they're spending all their attacks on him and not scoring any points, that's also fine. Like, okay, I don't, it's not that difficult. I think it's only two attacks, and then he's on click eight or click seven or click eight. But it's like, okay, I don't know. I, I'm not. I, 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 if I'm sitting across from him, I'm not that. I'm not scared that he's going to make one attack. Like, I mean, I'm not terrified, but. He's just sort of a good attacker for 60 points. Right, yeah. that He's also just 55 points that your opponent is really working to score. Because they can't. I don't they, think it's that hard to. I mean, I know you're never going to score him, but yeah. Like, point denial is a thing in sealed, right? Like, I don't think he's incredibly broken or anything, but I think he's just a good figure. I just. I, if he, I, if I, he I, goes I, and kills something, he is he has gotten you more points than your opponent is going to score from him. Uh, that sounds like an if you have, uh, I don't know. I, just, I, I, just, I think I you're highly under, I think you're highly underselling him. I do. I think he's I just, amazing. I no, just but do I think he's garbage like you do? <laughs> I'm not saying he's garbage. I just feel like there have to be better odd things to play. I don't know. Nothing we've seen so far. Um, <laughs> what like common or uncommon attacker are you playing over him? I, I guess it's one of the stuff that's after him. Sure, but him. like you're not pulling that many rares and super rares. Yeah, this is this is one of your one of your ten rares and super rares. And he also comes with Miramasa, which is super nice. Which is a great sword. And it's not. Yeah, it's, it's nice to put it a sword. Good. I would just probably put it on somebody else. Oh, I definitely put the sword on him. And this is the arguments you can have at your table. Uh, in yeah, teams. well, building. <laughs> I think you're just wrong. I just know that the figure is that impressive, but okay. I mean, I also don't think he's, you know, absolutely busted, but I do think he's good. Um, we have War. war. Uh, so this is one of the reasons you would try to play an Arako-themed team. 
Um, Quake Giant Reach 3 with Exploit, 11 and 4. Uh, 12 movement charge, 11 attack with uh, a sword, potentially. Um, just And comes with a sword that deals one damage to all characters adjacent to the thing you hit, which is pretty nice. This, this figure does not look that good in a team sealed environment. It does not look like he's holding up to other stuff in his point, point class. So why are you so high on all of the like random uncommons and so low on all of these rares, Jay? <laughs> uh, I just see a figure that has like he takes four. I mean, you just, I don't know. I just feel like if he takes one hit, it's like what have I paid so many points for? Like I feel like he just that's so many of like, these characters though. I mean, that's just sort of everything in in sealed. <laughs> Like your analysis has been uh, so uh, like uh, all over the place, Jay. I don't understand. I just, I just feel like he's gonna make he's gonna make one attack and then that's gonna and then he's gonna get lit up. Like Is I don't that know, literally because like, he's a charge piece, like ninety percent of the set. I don't know. Okay, but I feel like his uh, like okay, look at it for for three of his seven clicks, he's on leap, precision strike, and willpower. Like that's really bad. Yeah, I mean, his bottom dial is terrible, but hopefully you're getting good use out of his top dial before he gets there. I guess if you have the modifiers on him, too. I mean, how likely is that? And there's a chance that he has steel energy, so you hopefully get to to bring him back up to the better, the the attack power. If that trait, he's much better, but without the trait, I just feel it. Yeah, if you can get the trait, especially the... If you you make a theme team that works with him, sure, but I, I don't think he's like... I don't think you're playing him as like your attacker on your third team. Like I think you have to have. A I think it depends what game. else you play. You're not wrong. Um, like if you if you have the possibility of two X Men theme teams and like a robot theme team or just hold a better attacker, then yeah, you're not playing him. But I do. I don't think he's a terrible choice. I just like I think I'm much I happier. Myself, I just don't see myself wanting to play this figure. I don't know. I think I'm happier playing him than like a hundred point uncommon Magneto on my third. I agree with you there for sure. I just, I just feel like the set's definitely more top heavy. We we haven't gone to the good stuff yet, like at all. Yeah, the really good stuff definitely not. But like, if you didn't get any of the really good stuff, I think this is. Yeah, because remember, you're still only like while we have a sealed brick, you're still only getting three super rares. Yeah, and not and there and there are some not good super rares in this set. And I think that previous figure is probably better than this one. Uh, this there, are definitely worse, there are definitely worse rares you can get, that's for sure. So this is Death. It's another horseman. Uh, very similar in terms of uh, stats to the last one. Just a 12 movement, 11 attack, 18 defense for damage. Um, and uh, has a weird attack power. Damages the opposing character with an attack. After resolution, steal them one unavoidable. If they're not KO'd, heal them one. And has it wit. The outwit's nice. The rest of it is fine. I'm probably only playing this if I'm trying to get a second character with Horseman to activate that trait. Yep. Yeah, I'd much prefer. Why does uh, he have the animal keyword? Because he Cause has like, a jackal's head. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Like kind of. Yes. Yeah. I I don't know. Like I don't know that it makes any sense. <laughs> okay, I'm just Egyptology, so I couldn't tell you. Um, so the next one is kind of interesting. 
Jolly Rancher Apocalypse. Yeah, okay. So the first thing I want to say is that this is named Apocalypse and has the Horseman keyword. So it actually does activate both parts of the trait of both previous rares. Uh, he is an Apocalypse for all intents and purposes, yeah. That is correct. So if you somehow pull War Death and Apocalypse, you might just play go, all three of them nuts. together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that you're ever managing that. I don't know if there's a brick configuration that has all three of them in it, but it could happen. I know that there is a bunch of brick configurations that have both War and Death. So you're getting the steel energy, not yep. infrequently. Uh, uh, I hate this apocalypse has top dial facing. I hate yeah, it. yeah, he's not really making attacks, but he's an outwit. Like I think. What do you have instead of facing the running shot? I guess. Yeah, or sidestep. Nice. Like, give me the sidestep flyer. Sure. Yeah, I mean he is an outwittable outwit. That's like the biggest thing about. Well, him. I don't think there. I don't think there's any sidestep in the set. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. That actually sounds true. Huh. Um, it wasn't, so, wasn't sidestep in Disney either, except for the cloak. This was a this is the figure I was mentioning with Sebastian Shaw, though, that he can force the final error token when your opponent is not ready for it. Yeah. If you're going all in on the danger room stuff, sure. But I don't think that he's a good figure in and of himself. I agree. Yeah, like you're. Sure. If somehow you do pull both War and Death and him, then sure play them because if War and Death are twelve and nineteen, they're better than when they're eleven and eighteen. Um, but otherwise, if you have to find sixty points and this is literally your only option and you need outwit, yeah. Or if you have a robot theme team yeah. with like Super and Nimrod or something, then yes, play this. Uh, but other than that, yeah, probably avoid. Um, this next one, Juggernaut, uh, much much better. <laughs> mm-hmm. And how? Uh, so this is one of the few Brotherhood of Mutants characters in the set, so you're probably not managing a theme team, even if you pull him. Uh, but if you do somehow, cool. Robot, great. Unthemed, I think, a completely reasonable choice. Um, the biggest thing is that he can leap climb into Quake, and that's pretty nice. Yep. And uh, and has a very important combination of destroys blocking, improved movement destroys blocking, and leap climb. <laughs> so he can actually do it even when the blocking is adjacent to an opposing character. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Plus that is a power. All too common problem. Which, if you're playing the robots, so it's not going to really affect the other danger rooms, but this will help your like Sebastian Shaw. This will help your other attack, your other robot attackers to help pump up, pump out. Yeah, there's the- not a ton of melee robot attackers, unfortunately. But the ranged ones, you're probably going to end up getting based. But yeah, yeah. So one of the biggest things about this piece is that it sort of fits the uh, older Danger Room constructs where they could only deal a maximum of one damage, but had a way to do that to either multiple targets or multiple times in a turn, yep. um, where Magneto could dual target and Sabretooth could flurry. Um, this and guy gets to break, so that's awesome. Yeah, true. Uh, but Sinister was also just a good piece Bananas. outside of being able to deal damage. <laughs> but yeah, this character is great. Definitely just great tie-up, can deal one damage to a bunch of characters, which is nice to have, and destroys blocking, which is also nice to have. Yeah, a tie-up that takes one damage that also has Invincible. Exactly. Yeah, you can't just poison them to death or anything. I mean, you could if you outwitted, but... And Brotherhood, so maybe you'll remove some tokens. Yep. Um... Yeah, I mean, you play this on your own theme team. This is this is all three of the uh, danger room constructs that aren't apocalypse are like very good plays on your own theme teams. Mm-hmm. 
Rogue. I think uh, Rogue's really good. Yeah, I agree for Sealed. Um, yeah, so she has traded Steel Energy, uh, and she starts at uh, 10-11, 18-3, and has close combat expert, so she's readily, she's 12-4. and four. Um, And then immediately, as soon as you heal, that goes to a uh, click with Charge Flurry, which is pretty nice. Charge Flurry with Invincible and Willpower. Like, yeah, oh true. boy. Like, yep. she can get out of control real fast. Yeah, so, you know, if you're playing her and you have some perplexes, put them into her defense. Try to try to make her yep. as hard to hit as possible. Because if you heal with her once and they can't hit her back down, and you hit her again, then she's a 19 defense invincible willpower with flurry. 13-5. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's a lot harder to deal with. <laughs> yep. And she's X-Men, yep. so go nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably not the best figure in the set, but a very good attacker. I would definitely play her. Yeah, I think she is worth the vampire dial point dedu- the point deduction <laughs> that she gets. She's worth playing for 60 points. Yeah, yeah, it's finally a vampire dial that they didn't, for some reason, cost based on this top dial. That you <laughs> <see>. <laughs> yep. And then Captain, Captain Britain Rogue. Britain Rogue, I think, is really good. Um, so she's perplex enhancement. The enhancement is not super important <laughs> for this figure. Uh, she's also has precision strike steel energy on her end dial. She just starts with quake. Um, but you're fine with that. She has mystics from range attacks, the Excalibur thing. The really important thing is her movement power, which is charge flurry with 12 and four and quake. Um, so either you hit a bunch of things for four damage or one thing for eight. <laughs> um, and when she hits until your next turn, friendly character within range that share a keyword and she has X-Men and she has mystical, uh, have safeguard outwit and safeguard outwit is really good. Um, and also protects herself, which is important. Exactly. And she has invincible top dial, so getting through this dial when she has safeguard outwit for the entire game is rough. I've had to try it. And, like, so the one game where she uh, didn't hit anything when she came in and didn't have safeguard outwit, I killed her in two hits, and it was done. And the one game where she did hit something, I never killed her. I killed the rest of her team and just didn't touch her, and eventually I died. <laughs> yep. And she'll uh, she'll go very nicely with those Jean Grey, those Jean Greys you got for your X Men team. Just because yeah, the TK barrier, well, TK. and and the TK barrier to help keep her safe until she can actually get that hit sure. in. Yep, and she charges for six, so even without TK, you can potentially get the first hit in. Yep. Um. There's not really. I don't, much think, I don't think I ever play her on the low point. I think I I think I only yeah. play her on the hundred point. Not that her low point is bad, it's just her high point is just so good. Yeah, like, you'd have to pull some really good stuff to make playing yeah. her on her low point worth. Because, like, it is 50 points, so if you have something better to use it on, then maybe, but her top dial is so good. I, I don't really see it. Yeah, I agree. All right, Kate Pride. Charge, um, phasing teleport flight. Uh, dolphin symbol, which is always nice to have. Blades, claws, fangs. When she uses it, you can unequip things, which there will be swords around. It could happen. Starts with 19 defense, which is super nice. Has leadership, which is nice. She's not incredible, but she's fine. Um, she also has a trait that you can generate bystanders if 
you're in your opponent's starting area, which I don't know how frequently that'll come up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I feel like she's just, I mean, she's an attacker and she has leadership. She's hard to hit and she can carry. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. And then, and we've said a couple times about how it's not that frequent in this set that there are taxis. Um, and she's just hard to shoot. Also, often, so. Yeah. Is she the only mission point or no? It's her and, and Nimrod and that's it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know. So you're you're never getting a mission point win in sealed. It is never. If you manage to score a single mission point with her, I will be deeply impressed. (laughs) Yep. You have to go to your opponent's start. Yeah, you're right. Not on your life. No. You have to go to your opponent's starting area, create a bystander, and bring it all the way back to your starting area to get four mission points. You have to do that five times. (laughs) It's just not happening. Yeah, while she's still alive. Yes. Yeah. It's it's very, very difficult to pull off. Um, Pyro. Uh, this guy's really interesting. I don't really know what to think about him. Uh, I mean, he's a totally reasonable figure, obviously, because at worst, he's a 50-point running shot, 12 and 4, because of range combat expert with energy explosion and energy shield. So, like, not the easiest thing to kill in the universe. Not the hardest thing to kill. Um, but then he also has a trait that when he clears, you can generate a flame construct within range and line of fire. His range is six. Um, and the flame construct is a 10 attack, poison, 16 defense, super senses, one damage, exploit weakness, uh, autonomous. Pog. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah. The, this I is mean, a lot of get... talk for a, for a tertiary attacker. Yes, but this is a lot of talking to a character that could be played on a team, on a team seal team. <laughs> yeah so I think he just i think i think if you pull me play him for sure yeah i mean you put him on your on your x-men team for sure um the question for me is how to best play him on the map i think you like intentionally give him an action turn one so that you can clear turn two a lot of the time just to generate a flame construct like you're playing him with magic turn one you just move him a bit turn two you move up and then just generate a flame construct six up so that they can't move past it very easily. Sure. Yeah. And if you ever get the ability to actually do the clear, generate the bystander next to somebody so that you have poison. You yeah, have I mean, you have to wait really until good. your next turn, but. Right. Because you've already cleared, so you can't do that. Also, this is also a good recruiter choice. Sure. The 12 for 4 recruiter, like the 12 for 4 coming in, probably yeah, I mean, I, I, you points. I mean, the question is whether you put it on your sideline or your main force. Oh, Maybe sure, sure, sure. On your main force anyway. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. What? Did you, some, did you have something else? No. Okay. All right. Emma Frost. Um, this character's doo-doo because you can't use the OP figure, right? Yeah. So, so she has <laughs> a shifting focus trait, uh, but you you don't actually have the other character so that's not particularly relevant I'm really curious why they did that <laughs> it is a good question um so she what she actually is is a six range no move and attack mind control figure with two targets that has super senses on a four to six that's protected outwit and leadership when she succeeds you can generate a bystander um and she's 75 points so, so she's three not- turns if you hit a leadership three turns in a row, you'll have a perplexed prob and outwit. 
Yeah, I mean that's very nice. Well, you could fail three leaderships in a row and then exactly. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's not like perfect magical Christmas land. You have a perplexed prob outwit and a character that and a main character that does seventy five points for nothing. Yeah, I am playing her. I'm assuming I'm never getting her leadership. I'm assuming I'm getting it like once a game, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So really, what she is reliably is a very hard to kill figure that. Once your opponent moves close to you, she has improved targeting, hindering, and characters, so she can definitely see to double target mind control something. Mm-hmm. Which if you're a TK, she's definitely better. But yes, I agree yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. So it depends how defensive you're playing in general. Um, if you're playing more defensively, and forcing your opponent to come to you, then she's more likely to actually get to use it. If you have TK, she's much much better. And if you have um, some perplexes on range, at least she can potentially mind control there when your opponent shoots. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think I'm happy to be playing her, though, unfortunately. She's not my favorite pull in the set, for sure. But I think I play her if I pull her. You would, but most people shouldn't. I disagree. Uh, I, I just I think just, she's hard I, enough to kill and double target mind control is good, but maybe not. I, I, I don't I don't think she's hard enough to kill. I think she's like as hard to kill as she should be for a boy. I don't think she, she's like marginally hard to kill. I don't know. Like Yeah. I'm not saying I would never yeah, play her. I, I don't know. If you can make if you can make a team that can take full advantage of her no move and attacks, I'm sure, but like yeah, I mean, you definitely you definitely have to build around her. Like, you can't just play her on a team with a bunch of random charge pieces and hope that eventually you get to do something with it. And this is like, probably not a figure that you give your your weaker player. Yeah, for sure. You want somebody who uh, can position to use her at her best. I think she pairs very well with Jean Grey. I think if you have a Jean Grey, you're much happier about playing her than yeah. if you don't. Yeah, I guess if you have enough shield, her range is probably good enough. Yeah, that too. It's like Peeper sure. plus some team ability, some team players, or a couple of Peepers. Sure. Yeah. Next is, I think outside of the Primes, the figure you're happiest to this pull so far. This character is so good. Uh, so we have Magneto. Um, he is 65 points of running shot, and afterwards he can Force Blast is free. Uh, improved targeting characters, Psychic Blast, 18 defense with energy shield and vulnerability and safeguard mind control, and enhancement and um, has a trait that uh, impervious shape change and super senses decrease the result by minus one uh, within his range. Um, yeah, this figure is just a very, very good attacker. Yep. Who he's enables other figures to attack better. Yeah, he's a perfectly reasonable if you end up If you end up pulling duplicate rares, hope it's this one. Yeah. And Force Blast is free is actually just really good now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you running shot and shoot something and then force blast some random melee character away from your team. Great. Yep. I'm in. And there's and, some maps like uh, that, like you could even like running, running shot, force blast somebody off of an elevation where they literally can't come back up <laughs> in one turn. Yeah, for sure. All right. Next we have uh, Cora of the Burning of Heart. The burning heart. I got to play um, her in regular sealed, and she was great. Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, anything with charge flurry is fine, right? Charge flurry enhancement and exploit weakness. Mm-hmm. Uh, no sword bearer trait, unfortunately. Um, if you pull Abigail Brand in her somehow <laughs> and make it a sword-themed team, 
so that she's a 12 and 18 instead of an 11 and 17. That's nice. Mm -hmm. And having pulled her is one of the more likely reasons to have an Arako theme team eventually. Um, She's fine on X-Men. She's a fine attacker. Not fantastic. Not terrible. Yeah, seems fine. The enhancement is nice. Yeah, I, I think in, in regular sealed, she's she's going to perform much better. I think in team sealed, yeah. probably going to get better use out of the points. Yeah. Darwin. Um, so this is a tie-up piece. <laughs> yep. That's all, basically. Um, in normal sealed, I've actually been reasonably impressed by him. In team sealed, I'm less sure. Uh, he's filler. I don't know. Uh, I don't really have an opinion. Um, you get to, if you ever get to uh, pick Brown. Yeah, so a lot of the things that are going to be attacking him tend to have either pink, brown, or gray. So he gets a reducer a reasonable amount of the time. Like uh, Colossus has enhance has empower, and like any of the ranged characters have running shot and all that kind of stuff. So he does actually get a reasonable power to take a lot of the time. Um, the problem with him, so I think it largely depends how many storms there actually are being played <laughs> because he's really bad against storm. You tie something up and she's just like, no, go away. And then he doesn't do anything at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. That happened to, uh, to my Darwin once. And I was very sad about it. And when that's happening to your mystique, you're like, yeah, whatever, it's 25 points and she's fine anyway. Uh, but when you're paying 40 points and it's your rare slot, you're less happy about it. <laughs> For sure. Um, next is a figure you are never question mark playing. <laughs> uh, this is Absalon Mercator. He is, he has no range. He has no move and attack. He's a stealth impervious exploit weakness support piece. He has no keywords. Yeah, no key. Well, he's mystical. Oh, mystical is absolutely a keyword in the set, um, but no other keywords. Um, yeah, the big thing about him is his stop click. At the beginning of your turn, you can choose an opposing character, roll a d6, and on a five to six, deal them to penetrating. But why is your opponent ever either hitting him there in the first place or leaving him there if they did? <laughs> so I don't know. And the stop click doesn't ever reduce or anything on it. So if they can hit him there, they can kill him. I mean, yeah. he has an 18 defense. That's so really high. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, he's just kind of bad tie-up, I think. I don't know. I, I don't really see a reason to play this unless you I need think to play I think really, so he is only going to be good with characters that have Mastermind, but he doesn't sure. theme with most of them. Yeah, there's really no one. <laughs> I think you can go on your mystical team just to be support. Yeah. That's, like, hard to go. I mean, I'll play him over, like, a Green Baristas or something for sure, but not over something but actually you're, good. But you're actually not happy about that. <laughs> not super happy. <laughs> Like, I'm not playing him over 30-point Uncommon Magic or something, right? Right. Personally. Okay. We have the first super rare. You are getting around three of these. Um, hopefully exactly three, but there are some weird collations sometimes. <laughs> yep. Uh, so we have... A, you're getting a super rare from another set. <laughs> you never know without a card. Um, no, this Captain Britain is basically the super rare Captain Well, that's Britain true. Yeah, they keep doing the exact same Captain Britain where she just removes action tokens from friendly characters within range and has a range of three. 
Yeah. How many times is this now? Like three in the past year? Yeah. Like this one doesn't technically yeah. have leadership, so it's different. But okay. <laughs> she's she's the House of X version had a sword special attack power. This one gets gets to use the sword equipment. That's like the yep. only difference. That said, despite being the exact same figure, she's quite good. <laughs> I agree. She's eight clicks long. She has reasonable stats the whole way. She has outwit. She can be your sword bearer. Willpower on a four to six means she's just acting all the time, and you also get to take action tokens off of friendly characters. Like, this is just a very good figure to pull. Um, And also mystical. I actually, now that we're doing this, I think mystical theme teams will be more common than I had expected before. Same. Actually doing the review. I did not think about that. Like, we were thinking, you know, X-Men, robot, maybe a Rocco. Turns out, also mystical. Yeah, you could (laughs) theoretically have two two X-Men and a mystical... Or a mystical robot, X Men. Yep. Yeah, I think I actually think mystical will be more common than Arako. Yeah, it seems likely to me now. I just hadn't uh, paid enough attention to realize that there was this many figures with that keyword in this set, <laughs> and that they tend to be better than the figures with the Arako keyword, which is the other important thing there. Yep. But yeah, uh, Captain Britain is is great. I think. And with, so I think something to think about is like you're gonna probably play any super rare that you pull, so. Just keep that in mind that even some of the weaker ones are probably going to get played. And what sort does she come with? The one that places them? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's Starlight. I I agree. Which is fine. She has, like, if you TK her forward and hit somebody and then move them back so the rest of your team can hit them. Yeah, place, place the hit target a number of squares away from their current square equal to the D6 result. Yeah. So, getting to throw somebody back towards your team is pretty nice. Throw them back towards your your storm, and then storm throw them back further, and <laughs> hilarious. And hilarity ensues. Just have kidnapped one figure across the entire <laughs> map in one turn. All right. Uh, next, we have one of the best super rare pulls in the set. Yep. Bay the Blood Moon. Um, this is a hypersonic 12 attack exploit piece that's a sword bearer and has giant reach 2 with quake that deals 3 damage instead of 2. For those of you who forget, quake can be used with hypersonic. Yep, sure can. And giant reach 2. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I mean, you can quake a lot of things for 3 exploit with this figure. Uh, Mm -hmm. And if you have enough TKs and stuff, you can even potentially bring her back and all that kind of stuff. And she has X-Men. Which is the best part. <laughs> she's actually yeah. on your theme team. Yeah, she's great. Uh, what sword does she come with? Um, Seducer, the mind controller. It's pretty good. I don't know how frequently you're doing that over quaking a bunch of things for three, but... Yeah, but you, you, could. Think you could probably put it on a different sword. You could probably put it... That, give her a different sword, True. and then give the Seducer to somebody else. Yeah, I mean, give her mercy. Move this move seducer oh, over to yeah. somebody who can actually use it. I'm very happy. Yep. Um, most of, is mercy the only sword that doesn't require you to roll the blades? Uh, in, the main in the main set, set, yes. Okay. So yeah, I mean, you want something that doesn't require her to roll blades because you don't want to be not quaking. <laughs> and uh, never play her on her low point. Yeah, yeah. No, there's really no reason to do that. Uh. All right, here is one of the two better reasons to play Robot, if you pulled him. (laughs) Yep, I got to play Uh, him in in regular sealed. He was very very good. Yeah, I mean, he's just an eight-click long, good attacker, can generate bystanders if you roll roll enough ones. But mostly, he's just a completely solid, giant attacker. 
Yep. And really, with Robot, you have enough random tie-up and stuff that that's what you're looking for. <laughs> yep, and he is uh, he is Sebastian Shaw's best friend. Absolutely. Carries him around and just gets one extra damage. <laughs> yep. And can shoot over his head. <laughs> yep. You can yep. even put him in front. You just put him in front. <laughs> Um, um, and then the, there's the not pogs really are really the pogs are really nice because they're autonomous tie up. Yeah, I don't know how frequently you actually get to make one. Uh, more frequently than you think. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, I guess you get. You're two, gonna roll one, nice. and you get to make two of them. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was two until I just read it right now. <laughs> so that's actually kind of nice. Um, you are never winning a mission point victory with this figure. No, don't even try. <laughs> Opponents have to I roll mean, enough sixes. If you roll that many ones, your opponent rolls that many sixes, you probably <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> then you your have opponent... to hope that you got one turn left to take the power action. If your opponent crit, if you crit miss every attack and your opponent crit hits every attack, you can get enough rally die. You've also lost the game. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not a ton to say about this figure other than that. He's just, yeah, good tie-up, good attacker. Yep. Uh, you want to play him on robot if you can. Ruler is actually a keyword that can happen in this set. It's not common, but it can happen. So keep an eye out for it. Um, but mostly you're playing him on robot or you're playing him on unthemed as your primary attacker. And I'm much happier on, with him on unthemed than I am on uh, about a lot of the other figures that we've seen. Yep. Uh, Nimrod Prime. Prime. Uh, you should get to talk about this one as. <laughs> oh god, he's so good. Uh, I... I don't know if they're so. This might be my bias. Speaking, is he the best figure to pull in sealed? Not is quite. There, is, the chases are. There's two chases that I think are better. Okay. But, but really good. Um, and Bay might be better just because you're more likely to be able to theme her. But other, but outside of that, and and that makes sense. and and Nimrod might be better than Bay still. Like, yeah, I think it's. Not unlikely that he is. Five, five movement, <laughs> five movement, six range running shot that shoots through walls. Who's mm-hmm. a giant, so it ignores everything else. Um, that has a pulse wave that can do full damage, which is really good in this in in sealed, even better than it is in um, yeah, in modern and like actual constructed events. And then just pulse waving for two is also Multiple really figures. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, plus, he's hard to kill. He's unoutwittable, invincible with a 19 defense and a stop click that is also invincible with regen. Yeah, the being unoutwittable is pretty big. Yep. Plus, giant size willpower, like, just like play him at 125. Go nuts. Again, give him, give him Sebastian Shaw. <laughs> yeah. Again, Recruiter is great when there are enough figures in the set to support it. There are really very, very few figures with the Sentinel keyword in this set. <laughs> He, if he, you somehow pull Nimrod and Nimrod the Lesser, then sure, put a few. Uh, it doesn't work because then you have to have a hundred and ten point character. <laughs> oh, I guess you no, play no, I mean, thirty-five point Nimrod then. No, I was thinking you play both. You you just play an one hundred and twenty-five and hundred point character and put some Orcus oh, soldiers on your sideline oh, to recruit oh, okay, when okay when, if or, if uh, Nimrod the Lesser dies. Like it's it's still not strong. <laughs> yeah, put like an Omega it's Sentinel on there. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're playing, if you have a robot team with him and Omega Sentinel on it, which isn't that unlikely if you pull him, then do put an Orcus Soldier on your sideline because you can make one if Omega Sentinel dies. Yep. That said, you're spending an action with Nimrod to make one, which is a little rough, but, you know, put it on. It might be right sometimes. 
you never know. Uh huh. Deadpool. Uh, so Deadpool makes your team immune to being shot at and is a team player with Perplex for 40 points. Great. I'm happy. Yep. Agreed. Not much else to say on that one. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, you're putting this on your X-Men team. Done. Or unthemed. Actually, okay, so that's kind of interesting. If you have an X-Men team and an unthemed team, it might be that you put this on your unthemed team just because I think he elevates the team. Yeah, and your X-Men team is already going to be like so so stacked with characters. Right, exactly. You have a ton of options. It should already be quite strong. If you're if you have to play like an uncommon Magneto unthemed team, I think I'm way happier if there's a Deadpool beside him mm-hmm. <laughs> to make it so that my opponent can't shoot back at him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, yeah I think Deadpool's. I think it's. I think Deadpool's better on a team that he can protect more than a team that he can like make slightly better. Yeah, I can agree. All right, interesting. All right, uh, Monarch. I don't. So he's not very good. No, he's. We're actually worse in sealed than he is in construct. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So the thing is, he does a bunch of stuff based on your opponent's generating terrain markers, which. In Constructed, your opponents are generating hindering and blocking markers a lot, so you get to have hindering and blocking to do all of his various things. Um, in Sealed, they're not. You also can't give him Plight or anything, so he's not carrying anything, even if he gets leadership. And, uh, I mean, he's a like he has Pulse Wave, but how are you ever getting into position to use it? He's not I terrible. I don't think you're really playing him in Sealed. In, in Team Sealed, I don't think that's happening. Yeah. You're going to play him because he's a super rare, but... I don't know. Like, if you have the choice between him and Colossus, which one are you playing? So, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, leadership that takes off a token and, like, a lot of places on the map is kind of nice, but I don't know. I mean, having Mystics and Invincible means your opponent is reluctant to hit him, so you can, like, put him in their face, but... I mean, yeah. ranged power can be pretty good in sealed. Yeah, he's not terrible, but like you're doing that. But he has to succeed game, right? in leadership first. <laughs> yeah. And he has one. to still have a terrain marker that isn't the type that is oh, near your team. No, you're never. No, you're never playing him. Let's no, no. Like way. he's not awful, but he's very bad. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, you know, you might play him, but you're not going to be ultra happy about it. I actually like him in constructed, but. Much, much you less can, sealed. You can, you can do some funky stuff with them in Constructed. Yeah. Next, a figure that's actually good. Abigail Brand. Brand. Um, actually, okay, that's where you play Monarch. If you have enough shield team ability from something like Abigail Brand, so yep. that he can shoot at 10 range, then he can actually make attacks. Um, yeah, no. Uh, she gives your entire team shield team ability. Like, she's very squishy. She has a 17 toughness as her only defense, so protect her as much as you possibly she's can. Not- Squishy, you have to deal over five clicks of penetrating damage for 40 points. What do you want? Just, she has... She's less than 10 points you should protect her. <laughs> but yeah, yeah but no, I mean, you're right. Squishy, she's appropriate for her costs. I mean, you're right. Especially with how good she is on offense. Yeah. The fact that she's five points less yeah. than the next figure amuses me. Um, and then yeah. she also just has phasing teleports and then can make an attack if she moves four squares or less. So she gets to shoot a not unreasonable amount of the time. 
giving out a ton of shield team ability is always very strong in sealed, so I am very, very happy to have pulled this. Yeah. And like a lot of the things in this set, she does just say within range, not within range and line of fire, so you don't have to do weird positioning stuff to make sure that your team has the benefit that she gives of shield team ability. Yep. Plus, characters that get to make free attacks are really good. I mean, it's not really a free attack. I mean, it's essentially a modified charge, but like... Or running shot, yeah. That's... A modified combined charge and running shot. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, she's, she's very, very good. You definitely, would, definitely should be playing her if you pull her. Absolutely, yeah. And you should be playing her on an X-Men team with as many X-Men team abilities as you can. <laughs> yep. Um, Wizkid. Wizkid. So... Play him on your robot team team. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of the message. Uh, the best figure with him is... Uh, the the best reason to... Let me rephrase this. The best reason to play Rare Apocalypse is because you pulled one of these. Uh, yes. Because you get to use his free take the stats of an adjacent character on Apocalypse who wasn't really doing anything with them anyway. Yeah. Um, and then you get to make 11 and 3 attacks with him, which is nice. Yep. But also just if you're playing either of the Nimrods on the turns where they're double tokened, he gets to make attacks with their pretty good values. Uh, um, what if what if you're like what if they're based and you get uh, you get click four Sebastian Shaw? Nice, that could let's, be good. Let's go. <laughs> if that somehow happens, yeah, I'm very the into Christmas it. Land over here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but he also just has a ton of support powers. He's shield team ability. He's enhancement outwit perplex. He's fine. He's not incredible, but if you're building a robot theme team and you pulled him, he's absolutely on it. <laughs> so I have to ask this I mean, question. thematically it makes sense. But why does he have flight, phasing, and passenger zero? Because the chair covers and it can I said phase, I said it makes safe. thematical sense, but he doesn't need all of that. They keep doing that with him, yeah. making him fly but not able to carry, which is interesting. But then also but... giving him phasing. Yeah, the phasing is funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, yeah, Did I you mean... have something else to say about him, Jay? I mean, he's just a reasonable support figure, no matter how yep. you slice it. I mean, I, I, yeah, like he has all those supports, so... Yep. He's effectively potentially three perplexes, because shield plus one range, perplex plus shield plus one damage. Yeah. Well, you could also take the power action for shield and then plus, oh, yeah, two that's, that's, plus one range. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the enhancement. Yeah, so you could be potentially four perplexes. Yeah. Which is pretty nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, you probably play him on your X-Men team, one of your X-Men teams, if you pull him. Yeah. Um, I think he's still one of the better support figures in the set. Like, if you were going to play one of the random low point out whip pieces, you definitely play this instead, right? <laughs> yeah, so, for sure. Like him versus yeah. low point cable. This guy is way better. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Or Tarot. He's definitely much, much better than Tarot. He's yeah. just closest in points to Cable. Um, oh, sure, sure. But still five points difference, so not exactly. All right, Hope. Uh, Hope is great. The question is, we, what point value do you play her at? <laughs> you never play her at 100 under any circumstances. So that is also my question. position. <laughs> but I think people wow, are going feel, to be tempted. I feel, I feel I'm wrong. <laughs> I feel like Were you gonna say I sure was. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the thing about, especially in Team Sealed, 
the thing about the 100 point value is that your opponent just has absolutely no motivation to hit her to it. Yeah, no, that's so you just don't get to use it. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Like, it, yeah, it's just never gonna happen. So, in normal sealed, if you didn't pull enough good stuff, then maybe, but like, she's just not that hard to kill once she gets to it, even. So, if they just wait until the end to hit her. If they kill everything else first, then they can organize it yeah. so they hit her to it and back off of it immediately and she just doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. But, I mean, she's a very, very good figure at 40, so you should absolutely be playing her. One of the few TKs in the set has enhancement, grabs whatever other support powers are around, or running shot if you need it. Like, this is one of the best. Players. I mean, she'll have whatever power you need because it's, you know, 10 boosters, so. Yeah, for sure. Whatever you can fit on your team. Yeah, uh, oddly enough, like I know she pairs well with a lot of characters, but I want to call one out. She pairs well with Danny Moonstar. Because uh, uh, Danny Moonstar goes running shot, triple target, mind control, and then she takes running shot, mind control, and double target, <laughs> mind control. All right, yeah, that sounds like fun. And <laughs> <laughs> um, we have Arcade. Uh, this is another great reason to play a robot theme team. Mm-hmm. Um, he generates a, a lot, lot of more robot keyword than I thought. In this set yeah first. yeah so you're probably not playing a robot themed team unless you get one of the three super rares that are really good on the team yeah um but if you do then you're absolutely playing a robot themed team and you get enough super rares that it's not that unlikely yeah uh yeah so if you win map he can just power action generate a killer robot near uh any blocking terrain within range which is nice uh if you lose map he gets three uh to make next to him at any time in the game and then always if he hits leadership he can generate one and give it uh autonomous um and they're fine they're 10 attack blades yeah they're he's a solid character he's a solid support piece for 40 points yeah and also just six range 10 and three he can make attacks yep he's really annoying to kill because he has six range mastermind Yeah, to only to his to bystanders, but yeah. To, well, it's well, to any, it's actually it's, not his. There aren't very many others, but actually, on Assassin, you can play him and Honey Badger and Mastermind to Jonathan. <laughs> it's allowed. Yep. <laughs> um, Assa- again, Assassin isn't a great keyword, but it's an available one. <laughs> if you happen to pull him and Nimrod the Lesser, you can Mastermind to the the Nimrod. Yeah. You play Assassin if you pull, like, X-23, Arcade, or uh, either X-23 or Arcade and Cora of the Burning Heart, and then you can fill it out with a couple of the commons and uncommons. Um, but it's not going to be super frequent that it's the correct choice. Yeah. There aren't a ton of great support pieces on it or anything. Now Arcade with a hat. <clears throat> yeah, Mad Jim. Um, so a lot of people have been wondering whether this figure is actually good in Team Sealed. Um Yes. <laughs> Characters bananas. So the real question is, do you play a sword on the sideline? Like, it saves you five points, so why not? It depends if you're, if you only have one sword and you have like yeah, somebody else's Yeah, it really sword depends how, that's true. It really depends, depends on how, how many, many swords, swords you got. How many people swords? Ask, like asking questions. People like asking questions that are very context dependent. Like, where, yeah, where the answer is, or, I don't know. <laughs> regardless <laughs> of his depends. Choice. If you have three swords, then maybe it's fine. But if you only have one, then probably not. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah for sure. But regardless of his trait, he's a thirty-five point perplex six squares of barrier. 
Yeah. And you may think that six squares of barrier is good and constructed. I assure you it's better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he's mystical. And as we've established, that's actually a totally reasonable theme team to build in this format. Yep. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, you know, worst case, he's perplexed six squares of barrier. And if your opponent gets near, he gets to triple target in cap with 12 attack. I am not unhappy with that. Nope, not at all. You know, he's taking up your super prime slot, so obviously you'd prefer to pull Nimrod, but he's really... He's going to do... He's probably going to do as much work for you in a different way than than Nimrod. Yeah, it's totally possible. Maybe not if you're facing a Nimrod. (laughs) No, no, no. no. Nimrod would like to see you have have him. (laughs) Just shoot through the barrier, completely (laughs) ignore it, pulse wave you to death or something. Yeah. yeah, one pulse wave from Nimrod kills uh, kills Mad Jim. Exactly. Yeah, full points. Uh, yeah. But Mad Jim, actually a very good thing to pull. There's a ton of mystical to play him with, especially if you pull one of the chases. Uh, very, very strong. Um, X-23. Uh, so she's full movement charge, outwit, uh, blades. You can roll twice and choose one to be the result. Um, she doesn't have a sword bearer click, so if you want to get a sword on her, you would have to... Uh, take the power action and pay 10 points, so you're probably not going to. Um, She looks like she should survive for a really long time, but it turns out that what she actually says is, this character makes one attack, and then your opponent spends their entire turn killing her. (laughs) Yep. And hope that 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 one attack she makes is six damage. Should be. Yeah, she's kind of expensive. Like, I understand why she costs... Like, at the end of the day, like, yes, your opponent having to spend literally an entire turn... Like, no one of your characters is, like, still not the worst, but, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought she was really good the time I played her. I play, I think she's really good if you have Recruiter Cyclops on the same team, because you're trading her off, you're getting a huge tempo advantage when they spend their entire turn killing her, and then um, you can make something fairly high points later in the game. Um, when I played her, the plan was mostly try to kill one thing and then take advantage of the tempo gain that I get by my opponent, like double tokening their entire team to (laughs) kill her or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, she looks like she'll be hard to kill because she says at the beginning of your turn, you heal her one click at the end of your turn, you heal her one click and she has a stop click. Um, But in practice, a stop click has a 12 defense and no powers. Correct. Yes. Once she's on the stop click, she is dead, if, as long as they have an action left. I mean, yes, when she's, like, literally a skeleton or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I, I think she's still quite good. Um, you still play you her 100%. Correctly. Yeah. Yeah, just don't go into playing her thinking that she'll be absolutely unkillable or something. Yeah. I mean, and, well, so the other thing about her is that if the rest of your team is powerful enough... And you can, like, get your opponent down to very few figures with the rest of your team and then bring her in. She's really good. <laughs> yeah, then she, if you can get to a position where she is actually impossible to kill. Or or as close to it. I mean, against yeah. one figure with no flurry, she is literally impossible to kill. Because they hit her to stop, she heals off of it next turn. Yep. Um, but past that, and I mean, they're probably going to kill stealth, her. Stealth is not easy to deal with in this set. Um, granted, it got made easier with the change to stealth, where you can move yeah, up and out. They still out. have to get something next to her to outwit. And yeah. then... She has outwit, which is great. Yeah. And full movement charge. And just 12 attack, so she's hitting her attacks most of the time. Yep. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I was frequently you putting like an empower next to where she was going and bringing an object along and just not rolling the blades at all. <laughs> but That's uh, fair. if you roll two dice, you're fairly likely to get a good blades roll unless you're me with uh, in the most recent OP event that I played uh, where we flipped the tarot card that does that. And then I, ro- I rolled a one and a two both times that I rolled it with uh, that card flipped up. <laughs> but most sure. of the time you're rolling something reasonable. Um, summoner. Uh, this figure's pretty good. Um. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he has two stop clicks, and when he does, and when he hits a stop click, uh, you make a bunch of quite strong bystanders. Um, they're not the best bystanders in the world, but they're totally reasonable, and uh. Totally reasonable is kind of good enough and sealed as far as bystanders go. Like, you know, one of them's flurry 11 attack blades with exploit, so really can't complain too much. He also just has mystics and two stop clicks, so your opponent has to take a bunch of mystics damage while trying to kill him. And if they don't hit him, he's you put a sword on him and he runs around and hits people for damage. Uh, he can phasing teleport and then hit people within five squares, so not terrible swing. He's probably not the best pull in the set, but he's a good one. And again, mystical keyworded. So you can maybe make a theme. <laughs> yep. Next is a figure you're not super happy about pulling. <laughs> um, Red Root the Forest. Uh, so this figure's kind of weird. That's a funny way to say not good. Oh, come on. Why, why are we giving this figure the time of day? Because I almost don't think she's terrible. <laughs> the Twisted Vine bystanders are good. Okay. Are they? Um, I mean, they reduce your opponent's attack and defense by minus one. Um, and they just have plasticity, so they have to kill them to move away. And, like, sure, they can kill them very easily because they're ten defense with no defense powers. But, like, they're spending an action on it. So she swings the action economy in your favor. You're just saying that because you know I can't make you actually play this figure. No, I legitimately I legitimately think that if you're playing like a mystical team, if you have the pieces to play a mystical team or something, and you pull this, I, I legitimately think she's good and sealed. She is stealth, so they're not shooting her. Like, she's not incredible, but I think she's fine for 60 points. Her defenses are awful. <laughs> her sword is bad. Right? That sword is not good. Well, the sword is good for her. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. problem for her with her sword is that she has to actually <clears throat> be able to make an attack. <laughs> um, but also, like, I actually think I play her, like, n- not even trying to make attacks. I just use Smoke Cloud and Twisting Vine Bystanders and generate two Twisting Vine Bystanders per turn and make my opponent deal with them. I think it's fine. Because you can make your opponent have minus three attack if they're in smoke cloud with two twisted vine vine bystanders next to them. Is is the are the twisting on fire? I thought. Um, Hmm? minus two. They are unique modifiers. Oh, okay. So just minus two. Um, but I have a question on this. Is it two different twisting vines? Like, is is the one that they generate from Smoke Cloud and the one that you can generate with the free two different instances of Max 3? No. No. Okay. 
They worded that very poorly. <laughs> it is weird to put Max yeah. 3 twice on the same figure, but... Yeah. 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 I mean, if she just had Free Smoke Cloud, I think she would be very good. Um, as is, I think she's just fine. What would the sword do? I mean, I did face an opponent who thought that the sword just gave Free Smoke Cloud. And I had to point out that it was only when you actually use blades. <laughs> All right, we're down to the we're down to the wire here. Yep. All right, chases. Uh, you're yeah, happy so... if you pull most of these. Yeah, I think and... I think you're fine if you pull any of them. Uh, maybe not Professor X, but the rest of them. Oh, that's uh, right. <laughs> the chase. Everybody forgets even exists. Uh, yeah, so you might pull one of these. About half of teams will get a chase probably. Um, so we have Apocalypse. Uh, he is a lot of points and deals a lot of damage. Yep. That's. I think there's a team to be built with them. And is that not easy makes to it kill. So that. Yeah, I mean, if you can build a team where he can score like 105 points, or I guess 110 points, and just survive, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so the really weird part of him is his defense power once you get him to his last three clicks, where once he's on his stop, he can't do anything, basically. Um, he can't be damaged, healed, or chosen for Mastermind. He can still take actions as normal, but he has no movement attack or anything, so all they have to do is leave. But he has uh, eight range, so... Yeah, it's true. And then he generates a demon in a square within six squares, which is the same ones as Annihilation generates. Uh, they're just 11 and 3 invincible exploit quake, uh, which is very nice. Um, but then at the end of your turn, you deal him the one unavoidable. So he dies within three turns of getting hit to his uh, third last click. Um, but they would have had to do a lot of work to get him there in the first place. And the first stop click has his special attack power that lets him free make an attack. That is nice. Against somebody that targeted him, not necessarily even damaged him. They just had to target him. And to get him to the stop click, they probably had to make an attack. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. so <laughs> you 12, 12 for 5 exploit. Yep. Or, or 12 for 5 at range. Five shot. Yep. And you yeah. can make a demon. So he's like, yeah, so play against him is weird because, like, yeah, he's only charged, but at that same time, you don't, you don't want to attack him because he gets kind of better. Not that you can hit him anyway because he has, like, 19 invincible shape change and super senses so and like, cosmic and he's cosmic so you can't outwit any of that i would not be surprised if the team world's winners had him on one of their teams yeah i don't think he's literally the best i think two of the other chases are slightly better but he's pretty he's pretty far up there i think there's a team to be built with him absolutely uh yeah and he has mystical and x-men and Araco, so there are keywords that you can take advantage of there um, and if you did pull uh, him and either Rare Death or War, then you do have both your two horsemen and a character named Apocalypse, so you get uh, all of those traits as well, which is pretty nice. Um, what does his sword do? It's Scarab. It's right? weird, right? You get plus one damage for each four you roll. Yeah. You're probably yep. just Increase. never rolling blades anyway. No. I think you, you give that don't. to somebody else. I was about to say, I think you just give it to someone else. <laughs> oh, this is great on Prime no, Niska. Yeah, this is really yeah. good on Prime Niska. So you put Scarab on Prime Iska and put Mercy on Apocalypse. There we go. Done. Easy. So you get to pull Prime and a Chase in the same breath. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you somehow manage that. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, then we have the white sword. Uh, the white sword has charge flurry, which is nice. 12 attack, 3 damage, precision strike. Um, the main thing about uh, him being able to charge is that he comes with purity, which is a sword that generates a pog. So you get to charge flurry and generate two pogs, which is pretty nice. They're not like incredible pogs or anything, but just gumming up the works and making sure that they're less likely to be able to attack him back is pretty nice. Um, his biggest problem is that he has no real keywords. <laughs> so you're playing him with you're playing him on an Araka theme team, or you're playing him on a non-theme team, and you're probably playing him on a non-theme team. Yep. Uh, uh, you're gonna play any of these. Yeah, I mean, like you're definitely playing him. He's not your favorite. You pretend like, and then if you wanted to get any advantage of his trait, you have to play him with somebody else who generates bystanders, which is no, like his sword. Characters. His sword can do it. You just make, okay. like, I mean, they're not incredible, right. but it's just, you know, they kill one and you put it right Aren't back in like the same 10, square. One, or are they 10-2? Ten ten two? Two. Ten two precision or something like that. They're not terrible, they're just not great. But, like, yeah, I mean, even if you never take actions with them, just getting to, uh, yeah, they're 10 and 2 precision strike. Even if you never take actions with them, just blocking your opponent's movement while dealing reasonable damage with the rest of your team is a completely reasonable use of them. I guess. Annihilation is really good. Yeah. So, White Sword, you're not the happiest to have pulled him, but he's going on your unthemed team or Araco if you pull enough Araco. Uh, and you're not horribly unhappy about it. Um, yeah, Annihilation. Uh, yeah, Annihilation, I think, is literally the best figure in the set. By a margin. That makes sense. So, the biggest thing that yeah, she does. Yeah. Sorry? That's interesting. So, yeah, the biggest thing that she does is uh, she makes a demon every turn. Um, and they're really quite good figures. <laughs> so if all you do is stand in your starting area and make demons and send them across the map, you might still win the game. <laughs> like, you're probably not. You probably also have to do something, but you might not have to. Uh, but as long as you keep her from dying quickly uh you're probably winning and even when she dies you can pass that trait of making demons onto the oh, hardest yeah. to kill remaining figure in your team and yeah. just keep spitting out the demons I, I just think that like there are a lot of teams in the sealed format that the demon is better quality than like half of their team <laughs> as a figure so getting to make one of them every turn and just forcing them to deal with them is going to be very powerful so, do you think this character is better than the next character, strictly because of points? Uh, I mean, I think she's better than Blink in general. Sorry, I thought Saturnine was that. Oh, Saturnine. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's half the points. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, I do think that Annihilation is better. I don't actually know who you put her sword on if you equip, if you pull it. Um, like, I don't think she needs it. She has four printed damage. Like, she can make blocking when she hits if she has it. But, like, I just... I don't think that matters for this team that much. So maybe you move it to somebody else. Again, she's great with mercy on her. <laughs> and we have... Uh, right, sorry, uh, keywords for her. She doesn't have mystical, unlike an Apocalypse. So you can't make that theme team. So it's a rock or it's unthemed. And again, it's probably unthemed. Yep. You, in really rare circumstances, you could get a horseman theme team, I guess. 
that is an accurate thing that you could do. How many? 140, 210. No, you'd be a little short, I think. To get war, war, death, apocalypse, and annihilation? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's like 270 or something. So you're probably not wanting to play that far underbuilt. Although with all three sword traits, I guess it's 285, which isn't too bad. So maybe. It's probably not the best use of those three figures if you pull them, four figures if you pull them, but uh, it could happen. Um, yeah, and then we have Blink. Um, I don't know how to, I don't know what to think of Blink. <laughs> I think this is going I... to be the character that is nuts with the good player. Sure. Yeah, sure. I just for seventy five points, I don't see her pulling enough weight in this environment. I don't know. She's not bad. Like uh, hypersonic is always good. Hypersonic precision strike. Um, that she can go through walls, doesn't destroy them, just goes through them. Yeah. Um. You're happier if you uh, have some shield team ability so that you can place her portal markers farther out. Yeah. Um, potentially actually make some attacks through them with the rest of your team. Like, you're going to want to use her hypersonic if you can, but hopefully the rest of your team can make some attacks through the portals. Um, you know, if you play her with some enhancement and some shield team ability and stuff, she's very good. She has X-Men. Like, you're not unhappy about pulling this figure by any means. I'm just not sure how much she's going to dominate, unlike some of the rest of these chases. Right. No, that's fair. Double she's better than White Sword. Yes. I think worse than the other three chases. Uh, well, the other two chases we've looked at so far and the one we're about to look at. <laughs> yeah. She's probably like the fourth best chase, which isn't a bad sure. chase to be in. <laughs> I think Saturnine has the ability to potentially... I, I think this figure could be on the winning team. Yeah, she's very good. Um... Yeah, leadership perplex uh, prob that can reroll one die. Can only reroll one die. It's not officially prob. Um, and then just has psychic blast. And if there are multiple characters along a line of fire, you get to shoot all of them. Yup. Which is nice. <laughs> um, and only the first character has to be within range, even. Correct. And then uh... you deal. It says choose. An opposing character within range and along a direct line of fire. That doesn't. Um, anyway, make a range attack targeting that character and all other characters occupying squares along that line of fire. Doesn't say within range I, or opposing. You can but shoot your I own think thing. It's, I think it's supposed to be from her to the character. Oh, maybe. I don't know if that's what it is. Oh, but... that's possible. Wait, yeah, maybe I read about that. Um, Saturnine's attack power, it, the targeting is the characters between her and the, the initial target of the character, right? Yeah. Yeah, that makes okay. more sense. Okay, yeah, good call. Uh, yeah, and she has improved targeting characters in that special attack power, so she yep. can, uh, And she that. has Mastermind, that she gets the Mastermind to the bystanders that she makes within six squares. Yep, and she, like Annihilation, just makes them. Uh, hers is a free instead of at the start of the turn, but... Uh, what are what are her bystanders? And they are uh, eight movement charge, ten attack blades, seventeen toughness, two damage. So you know, Reasonable. not nearly as good as demons, but 
totally yeah. reasonable bystanders. Um, and as mastermind fodder for keeping your Saturnine alive, quite good. <laughs> yep. And unoutwittable mastermind is never bad. Yep. And she has leadership and she has perplex. So like if you only ever perplex her own defense and then re-roll a dice within an opponent's attack roll, you can probably just keep her alive without even using mastermind a lot of the time. Yep. And just, you know, I mean, you probably attack. want to be keeping that for, uh, you probably want to be keeping that for when she gets crit inevitably. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah, and she, just 12 attack, she, 4 damage that can hit multiple figures, potentially. Is if you end up not making the mystical team, like, she's pretty good unthemed, like... Absolutely. With, like, all the probs. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and just be, like, the prob wall team. Um, along with, like, if you want to put a peeper or somebody with the shield to kind of bump her range up. Like, that's, that's a reasonable team. Yep. You can play her mystical, you can play her unthemed, both are totally fine. You're probably not managing Excalibur. <laughs> probably You're definitely not. not managing Cosmic. No, it's what, her and Mad Jim? Yeah, I think that's all. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so she's very, very good. You're very happy if you pull her. I think she's worse than Apocalypse and Annihilation, but not by much. She might be better than Apocalypse. It's very close. They're all very good. Yeah. I think she's probably better than Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, I think she probably is. It's mainly like she can get Apocalypse to the time bomb and then sh Apocalypse will never kill her. <laughs> That's true. She can get out of there very quickly. <laughs> and I mean, deal with his the problem is that the players turn. that are the problem is that the players that are playing Apocalypse are probably never going to let you actually have like that last turn because like him dying is contingent on them ending their turn. So, well, keep an eye out for that because somebody's going to try and stall it out, I'm sure. Sure. As sure. Jay always says, call a judge if you think your yep. phone is stalling. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Uh, Lady Roma. If only she had her second half of her dial stats on her first half of her dial. Um, sure. As is, you really would like her to be themed because you really want to pick a map with some elevated on it. And uh, she's mystical. She's mystical, so it's doable. Um, yeah, so. If you, she's unfortunately unique. So if you pull the brick that Tom, that uh, Mike somehow did and get two Lady Romas in your brick, um, you're a little unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> but assuming you don't manage that, uh, you're not too disappointed. Uh, yeah, I mean yeah. she's not great, but she's perplexed. She messes with your opponent's perplexes if they have any. And if you do have her on a reasonable theme team, then you can. Uh, player on elevated and make sure yeah. the opponent has to uh an important note the uh, the anti-perplex doesn't care about range it's true as long as her improved targeting elevated and characters can see you mm -hmm. yeah you never play her on theme though i don't think she's yeah. mystical you can play her on theme he said you don't play her on themed oh unthemed. oh yes yes for sure you definitely want to win map yeah yeah yeah, you probably just don't play her at all if you can't make a mystical theme team, which is a little sad to say. But I yeah. just like she's a ten and three. <laughs> oh, I just realized for Team Worlds, I'm not gonna have a ton of maps with me, so I don't want to fly with like all of my neoprene maps. Yeah, I literally just thought about it for Team Worlds. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to rely on other people <laughs> who are driving to have maps. I'm sure somebody will manage to have yeah. some maps along. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but next... something to keep in mind for you guys is have maps 
<laughs> yeah, true. Bring reasonable if you're if you're playing a constructed team that uses like three very specific maps that you would never want to play with any other team, uh, bring some generically good maps as well. I say yeah. just bring Desert Wedding with you and you'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Half of my build sheets are just for like random events. They're it's good like, on both sides. Exactly. You put Desert Wedding and Negative Zone on your build sheet and you're fine. <laughs> yeah. um, Merlin. I have no clue. Uh, I I really want to say what I think about him. So cosmic. He's uh. So my my thoughts on Merlin are the same thoughts about Merlin and constructed. He's doo doo. I mean, how many? I mean, how many free actions are they gonna have in? Yeah, I think you are. I don't very think the free action if, thing matters at all. I I think you're very unhappy if you pull Merlin as one of your chases. Honestly, I think he doesn't do anything. I know you have an anti-Merlin agenda, but I don't disagree with you here. I think you, you're just very He doesn't do anything. I mean, you absolutely don't play him at 50. Um, no. You play him at 150. At 150, you, I think he's fine. You move him up good. and hope he doesn't die. I mean, he'll probably have like a 20 defense yeah. with Invincible that can't be outwitted, so he probably won't die. He'll but... probably have a 20, a 21 defense, because you will probably be okay using the one free, your sure. extra free action for his plus one defense free action. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely nowhere near the best chase, but I don't think he's no. terrible at 150. I know I will be sad if he isn't the chase that we that we get. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but but I am also biased. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody should hope to pull an Annihilation in this event. <laughs> yeah, Annihilation, Saturday, and Apocalypse. I think you're, you're three ones. Yeah. And then we have Professor X. Uh, he's pretty terrible. Oh my god. He would be god. okay if he was a rare. Come on. Sure. I don't think I've ever actually looked at this figure. <laughs> okay, Jay, uh you didn't like Emma Frost very much. Which one would you rather play? Um between Emma and Professor I mean, is it, does he have to be at 75 or can he I guess ugh. No, I think I'd rather I would 40? I would rather play Emma for sure. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I mean, his 40-point line is just so bad. I don't know. I, I don't think I even want to play this figure. <laughs> yeah. It's no. like, what, 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 why, why do they give Mastermind to figure? Like, why did I Mastermind to other figures that are obviously better? Like, <laughs> Yeah, why am I Masterminded to better characters? Look, if you're playing him on some random unthemed team where you have some pogs around, maybe you'll use Mastermind, but you shouldn't be. If you, if you pull him and Saturnine? Yeah. I guess that, the question that is, that would be a collation you error, but him, sure. <laughs> do you do you play him at all if you pull him? I no, probably don't. I don't. <laughs> I mean, unless my other pulls are really bad, I think I avoid him. He I, will go on one of my three teams if one of my my teammates really wants to play him. <laughs> yeah, I just I just think this figure's really bad. I think he's not. I don't know if you really want the perplex. I don't know. I mean, his rally, so the the one saving grace for him is his rally. His rally is very good. Which allows him to at least potentially make an attack up to 12 away instead of up to 6 away, yeah. which means that he can make attacks. No, he, he chooses them, and then they can move, theoretically. Okay, sure, up to a lot more away. Got it. And then, like, like, he's got a good outwit power. Like, that's that's solid. But he's just... Oh my! I, Too expensive. There's yeah. there's better super rares and rares than this guy, which makes you feel real bad. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe you end up playing him, but it's pretty unlikely. And uh, yeah, like you said, there are a bunch of super rares and rares you'd rather pull. So yep. hopefully, hopefully if you've got a break. Think... Sorry. What? Go ahead. I was going to say, I think, I'd, I, I think I could see an argument for him at 40 way more than I could see an argument for him at 40. Yeah. Sure. I just, like, what other... Maybe there's not that much perplex in X-Men. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you only pull, like, one magic? I don't know. Yeah. I think uh, if you pull him, if you were supposed to pull him, you hope that there's a collation error and your brick has, a, like, an extra rare Magneto or something instead. <laughs> and you really, really hope that pulling him didn't ruin one of your three super rares. <laughs> that for some reason you didn't, you only got two super rares because of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely better than, like, Monarch or... Monarch? Maybe. Monarch. Maybe just Monarch. <laughs> I was going to say another, but there isn't one. Just Monarch. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that's the set. Um, any, like, teams? So something that we did for Wonder Woman 80, the only other Teams Yield set review we've ever done, uh, was look at teams that you can make with only low rarity figures. Um, what, what do you think you'd see like that in this set? Are we going are we going CUR or just CU? Just CU. Um like maybe one R. Maybe. But yeah, I think Danger Room, Robots. Um probably I think that's more... too reliant on getting like specific Okay. Uh, then I think I think but... uh, X Men is very likely. Actually, do you think? Okay, this is the question about Danger Room. Do you think that a team of Mystique, Sebastian Shaw, two Omega Sentinels, and uh, uh, the Fury, and a couple of random filler pieces is reasonable? I mean, I feel like you could do better than that specific configuration. Yeah, that's just that is what you would have with, with only like, low rarity stuff. Sure, that right. seems okay. Yeah, if it's against the other people playing also only low rarity stuff, it's probably like comparable comparatively, it's probably fine. Yeah. I um, think if you pull a juggernaut, you're kinda happy to play robots. But if you Yeah. <laughs> if you pull a juggernaut or any of the super rares that go with it, you're happy. If you don't, I think you don't want to play it with just like common uncommon or apocalypse as your rare. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, but I think X Men is the easy call. Like you're gonna see just expected see a ton of X Men teams. Yep. Which makes sense, because it's the set. Yeah, on X-Men, uh, I mean, Jean Grey is your best figure. Danny Moonstar is your best attacker at low rarity. Uh, Recruiter Cyclops is your is the best reason to do this. <laughs> so, if you have, like, a couple of good high rarity figures that happen to be X-Men, and no other good high rarity figures, and you can't make multiple good X-Men-themed teams, then it is reasonable i think to play the good high rarity figures on an unthemed team and play a mostly common on commons x-men recruiter cyclops team and i think that will get you a better two teams than playing the really good figures on the x-men team and like building an unthemed team out of scraps or something yeah i think that's entirely fair um yeah so the other option at low rarity i think is uh 100 point magneto um yep so if you if you're playing 100 point Magneto, what you want is you want to have uh, some of the prob pieces, and you want to have like a Mystique or a Sebastian Shaw 
to body block and tie up for him so that uh, your opponent can't get to him to kill him. And, and you're, prob- that, you're probably non-themed with him, right? Yeah, you're, you so definitely are. You, you basically probably want, like, you also want to look at, like, maybe having a peeper. Um, yep. Yeah, peeper's good with him. He, he carries him. Yep. So, you know, you make your Magneto five damage and Eight have a swing of, like, with... the entire map, basically, yeah. right? Like, yep. <laughs> you can then running shot seven with an eight range. That's not mm-hmm. bad. 12-5 <laughs> pen blast. Like, that's that's yep. a solid, solid 125 right there. Yeah, completely solid. Out. Yeah, Jean Grey is, like, your sort of tie-together piece for a lot of these teams. Um, if you have a Jean... And I think Gene elevates a medium team more than most other figures in this rarity. So yeah, it's possible that like you want to play your super rare X-Men without your gene and play your gene on your Magneto as primary attacker team. If that's the best you can do. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think we can overstate how much of a game changer barrier is in sealed. Yeah. Along with how much of a game changer TK is in sealed. Absolutely. Yeah. So to tell a story, uh, to give an idea of how good Barrier is in Sealed, um, I played two games in the previous Team Worlds that I played uh, where the Pyro who barriered after he energy exploded meant that my opponents in back-to-back games made a total of four attacks before I wiped their team. That's not a lot of attacks. It's not. <laughs> One of them was playing uh, X-Men with Cerebra and just like carried forward on Star Trek Underground and I energy exploded their whole team and then barriered in front of them. And they spent the entire turn getting through barrier and then missed their one attack that they could make after they got through barrier. Oh. And that was one of their two attacks for the game. That's a big oof. Yeah, like barrier is really good in sealed. You should not underestimate it. <laughs> yep, agreed. There's going to be somebody playing both Gene and Jim, aren't there? There's going to be. Sounds oh. good. Yeah, double Gene, Gene and Jim. If, if, I mean, if a specific player that I'm thinking of pulls them, you know that's what they're <laughs> playing. Yeah, Gene and Jim you, means you get six squares of barrier every turn, which is a lot of squares of barrier. <laughs> or or just get ten. Yeah. Okay. Um, is this the one use for sync just to take barrier yeah yeah does he get two power oh yep. god so he can also he can so you're paying wait so you're paying 100 how many points is it 105 points for him and g correct yeah, yeah 105 points for two barriers two tks effectively and that's all or that's or or a tk two tks and two empowers sure yeah barriers two empowers. like that's if you have to do it that's the combo you do it with like yeah. If you have to play sync, that's who you pair him with. Yeah, I, mean, I, think... I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess. No, I'm not saying you, you should do it. I'm saying if you would, have to. Would I rather just have Hope Summers instead? But she's a super rare. I mean, pull. 100%. I yes. <laughs> yes. Is it worth it? I guess she's worth the pull. Yeah. Him and Mad Jim is better, um, uh-huh. even. Because for then you get barrier for blacks. Yep. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I probably still wouldn't do this very frequently, but if you need to build a team out of mostly yeah. low-rarity figures, then you can do much worse than Sink and Gene barriering you in and have, you know... Okay, so you have a turn where you have some long-range... Okay, so is it, so let's say it's Sink, Gene, Magneto, Peeper. Yep. You have a turn where um, you running shot out, carrying Peeper, 
TK him back, and then bury her up. Yep. Which you can't do with just one gene. Like, if you pull two genes, you obviously are playing them over gene and sync. Over sync. But um, that is the one use for sync. Other than that, he's very bad. So well, you're basically saying that uh, the, the best use for sync is wishing that you just pulled a second gene instead. Correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You know, sync is at his best being a double the point second gene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, he is more flexible. So like on that Magneto team, you can um, pick running shot psychic blast. Yep. One turn. Where Gene is cleared, where like they're both cleared or something. What is he on the six range? Five. <laughs> it's not good, but six with with uh, Peeper. Peeper. If you had Peeper on that team, so then you just get to like you running shut up, carrying Peeper with him, and then Magneto follows because he has a longer movement, and then Gene can barrier up in front of them or something. Like there are options. Yeah. Are you? Are you? So we're saying that Sync is more playable than Professor X. I think so. <laughs> you think, you're talking about a scenario where you think you play sync. There's specifically no because sync can be a second one of the best characters in the game. In the yeah, exactly. Oh, sync God. is a is a poor man's copy yeah. of the best uh, figures in the set, which are support powers, and he's seventy yeah. points, so it's sad. But you can if certainly you didn't play anything good, you're in. Common, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, because it's 10 boosters, you're probably not needing to resort to this very frequently. Yeah. Um, but it could happen, so it's worth knowing that it's an option. Yeah, uh, uncommon. That yeah, you know, if you can't, make, version of if a you common. can't make... Yeah. If you can't make two good teams and, like, one reasonable team out of 10 boosters, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're, you're really... You're, like, mostly uncommons team, um, I think... X-Men team specifically, I think you want it to have both a Bishop and a Peeper and like a couple of team players. And then you just have shield and uh, police and you get to make some really much longer range attacks with a higher chance to hit than you would otherwise on really low rarity figures. Um, But yeah, I mean, I, I do think recruiter Cyclops is just good enough to carry a team largely by himself. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Danny uh, Moonstar continues to be very good. <laughs> sure. I mean, I, I don't know how excited I would be to play this set in particular. It seems sealed. It seems, like, fine. But I'm not, like, particularly excited. I mean, I'm not playing it, notwithstanding. But like, this is the first set we've had in a while, at least, like, where sealed is actually weighted to the commons and uncommons. Like, they're actually yeah. really good commons and uncommons. I mean, I think yeah, this I'm will not, be I'm much not more... anything bad about the set. I'm just not particularly excited about it either. Sure, it's probably also because like it's it's been out for a little bit now. It's less exciting. Nothing I think it'll be, be um, much more fun than XDPS Team Sealed was. Oh, I mean, so I, I enjoyed my I thought, games. I was but... gonna say I thought XDPS Sealed was really fun because it was basically a giant pre-release. Yeah, like, that the, part the, was the, awesome. The, the, well, and there were also literally giant figures. So like, well, that yeah, was... that was fun. Yeah, the giant pre-release part of that was awesome. The playing against Juggernauts and Nimrods part was less awesome. Sure, no, that makes sense. Did you play that Team Worlds as? Yeah, there? I did. I did. What did you play? Uh, so we ended up we ended up pulling a Dark Phoenix, a Juggernaut. So I I put <laughs> stupidly I put uh, a 300 point Dark Phoenix and a 300 point Juggernaut on one of my te- on you know on the other two teams, and then I played a 300 point X Men team with a Super Rare Iceman at Retaliating Line. With Super Rare Colossus. 
Okay. Like our 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 the pools that we had were really good because we also had like Chase Emma Frost that didn't get played. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I think probably playing Dark Phoenix at less than 300 and playing Chase Emma would have been a little better. But yeah, I actually probably should have put the Dark Phoenix on the X Men team that I played. Yeah. But I was playing with some like fairly like inexperienced in a competitive sure. environment players, so I'm just like play Want something these guys, easy to pilot. Go at it. Yeah, go at it. Makes sense. All right, let's uh, let's wrap it up. If yep. uh, anybody has anything else they want to say before we sign off, let's do that. And then, uh, did we have any questions? Oh, right. Jay did put up a question post. Let's check. I think we last got I checked, there were very few, but it's been a few days. Yeah, there no, there there's really no okay. useful questions. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, got, I got Hope everybody enjoys Worlds. Hope you all listen to this on your flights or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, right. look for look for me while you guys are there. If you guys want to say hi, I'm I'm not easy. I, I'm I'm easy to miss. No, not easy to miss. <laughs> Whatever that means, I'm easy to find. Don't don't look for me because I won't be there. And if you see me, that's a problem. And I'll be very and I'm very sad about it. If you see if you see either of us, somebody has stolen our identities. <laughs> next year, next year I'll be there. Just. Yep. Had to use yeah, a lot of vacation yeah. for weddings. Everybody making up for lost COVID time. You are not the first person that I've heard that. Right? I just had to spend so much vacation time into weddings. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, they were all family weddings. It was good, but uh, I would like to be there. Oh, well, next year for sure. All right. That'll wrap things up for today. Uh want to thank our patrons. Um, is the new Patreon structure live, Jay? Uh. There are people that are under the old tiers because like I, I couldn't move them without kicking them off, I think. Sure. But, but in theory. Uh in yeah, theory, so they, yeah. So, so let's mention in this outro, uh we're doing a new Patreon structure, uh just a very cheap minimum thing. We just would like to make enough to uh keep us not paying out of pocket to host the podcast, but uh also weren't really interested in upkeeping all the giveaways and everything. So uh, we're just going for I support mean, us if you can structure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still owe for a bunch of the giveaways, but like we just didn't have that many patrons. It was just not, I don't think it was just, it was worth it to have the tears. It's just rather. Yeah. And it's also, we, we didn't have a ton of patrons and the three of us are fairly unambitious when it comes to like wanting to do things. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like, I, I have put yeah. enough energy into making this content. I don't want to put additional energy into doing yeah. other stuff. So, yeah. I mean, technically speaking, we don't have to even make this podcast. So. <laughs> but we do, because we enjoy talking about Heroclix. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so join your join our Patreon for uh, the... A dollar. New, yeah, dollar uh, tier if you can. Uh, it'd be great to have the support so we don't have to pay out of pocket to make you some content. Um, access to our Discord, right? Yeah, yeah, still, yeah, still access to Discord, still early access to episodes. Um, the Discord gives you direct access to ask us questions. We'll respond if we can. Uh, obviously, you can also message us and stuff, but the Discord is an easier way to do that. Um, we have all the usual social media, Facebook page primarily, and then Twitter, Instagram, YouTube channel. We don't do anything with. Uh, mentioned some of our affiliates. Uh, one of our team members, Rena Adams, Happy Little Hero Clicks, has her own YouTube channel and Patreon, and then Aries, who has Dishing Up Clicks. And uh, definitely check out clicksnexus.com for all of your dial needs. They're always up there very quickly. Thanks for listening. Hope you make sure you have fun the next time you play Hero Clicks, whether it's competitive or casual. <laughs>